You're listening to DraftKings Network. Yeah, on this episode of The Cooligans, oh man, we only got two segments, guys. Buckle in. In the first segment, we talk a lot of things. We talk about all of our experiences at All-Star Game that we didn't cover in the last podcast. We also talk a little bit about uh, Dax McCarty's wife clapping back. Is it at us? Is it at other people? We don't know. We also talk a little bit about the Neymar deal. We had to. Why? Because the Qatar uh, government paid us to. Also, in the second segment, uh, Christian's voice is still not back yet. It's very, very <laughs> exciting. Uh, we So many great games. Portland, LA, the beef is back on. Everybody's on, on social media clapping back at each other. Portland and Valeri embarrassing Brian Rowe. Also, the New York Derby, which was insane. Back and forth. Bradley Wright Phillips, David Villa wanting to be the king of New York. Mr. Frank White. All this and more today <laughs> on The Cooligans. Hey, this is Alexi Lawless. There is nobody in U.S. soccer that is more important than the Cooligans. Yeah, baby. Hello. My voice is almost back. Almost. Uh, yeah, you're like, a, you're running on 90%, I'd say. Yeah, so pretty good. This is just, this is sexy Christian. Well, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody put your boners away. Wow. All right. <laughs> there it is. And Christian. we're fully back. <laughs> Christian's here. <laughs> wow. Christian getting edgier as this thing goes on, huh? You know, when my voice is like this, you just got to, you got to, you got to, you got to get here uh, R-rated. Oh yeah. When you sound like an old jazz singer, you, uh, <laughs> you got to meet him halfway. Hey, this is Fats Domino. <laughs> <laughs> getting in your niche. <laughs> yeah, I should be the Fats uh, on this one. Uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Cooligans. My name is Christian Polanco. And I'm Alexis Guerrero. And we host the funniest soccer podcast on the planet. Oh, the gulliest I was soccer say, podcast. I was going to say in the planet, and I'm like, no. Nah, that doesn't make sense at all. We're, on t- we're definitely on, on the crust of the, yeah, of the earth. We're on it. We're not in it. <laughs> So well, trust uh, me, if we're going to get in it, we're going to get on it. <laughs> what does that even mean? Anyway, uh, uh, we've had an eventful week, man. A lot, lot of stuff uh, going, you know, that has happened. But obviously, last week, we... A lot of things that may happen. You know, it's a, it's a lot. <laughs> uh, last week, we, uh, you know, we were at the All-Star Game. It feels like it was three weeks ago, doesn't it? I mean, it was... We did so much that... I you mean, and I slept an average of like three hours. Yeah, we, we like sort of compounded so many memories that you sort of forget mm. like when... They have compounded. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, after what you just did, you're not allowed. You're not allowed. I mean, geez, I'm trying to class this podcast up. But, uh, if you want to really bring it down to with just that, with lowest that, common denominator. With that kind of cute, raspy voice of yours. You're trying to class it up <laughs> as you're soothing everybody. <laughs> we, uh, yes, yeah, so we, we did so much that it, 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 and this is, this is a thing. I don't know, Alexis, I, I know you haven't uh gone on a date in uh over over two decades i take my lady out but i don't do dates <laughs> but i don't know if you know i don't know if you ever uh read the book the game or like the pickup artist like world no okay yeah you haven't you haven't. No, but i've seen that stupid show where the guy who, who's yes. like you gotta go out there and peacock <laughs> yes well, so you what, gotta neg people what, you know when i was a virgin and didn't know how to talk to girls that was a very helpful thing no, for me no seriously it's, it seriously was that's I, the most embarrassing thing that's ever been <laughs> said is, on this podcast it is not because i am not a virgin anymore Alexis. i know but still come on you really had to read <laughs> no, that i did I, it's not about having to read it. it it's more about that it helped me build the confidence to like not be afraid of girls 
just some things you don't admit. <laughs> nah, man, it was it changed my life. Oh god, it was a great. It was a great look. Just look, it was it was useful. It was a useful tool. I wasn't disrespectful or rude to women, but it, it I was genuinely afraid of them. But the point I'm trying to make and why this is related. I to, feel like we need to shut this whole thing soccer. down and only talk about this. I really forget the reason soccer's even is happening. Because, because in uh, in the pickup artist world, there's a there's a, 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 a tactic called bouncing where when you go on a date bouncing bouncing when you go on a date you you take uh, you take a girl to multiple places in one evening so that she has more memories with you. Right. So uh, it feels like she's known you longer. And it, and the, the purpose of it is to make her more comfortable with you to obviously eventually like get, be intimate with that person. All of this sounds like the slowest rape of all time. <laughs> no, it, yeah. it's, it's, it literally has, that here's has nothing. You, here's how you get them. <laughs> that's nothing. You take them to a bunch of places. And that, uh, oh, my God. They're gonna, oh, what their is that? mind is going to think they've known you for longer. It's, it's really uncomfortable. No, but it, but it, consent is very important. A big <laughs> yeah, part yeah. of it. So, no. Yeah, no. Everybody. The one thing that Cooligans stand for is 100% consent. No, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a useful tactic when it comes to building a relationship. So... I'm just saying that that we did so many things at MLS Hallstar that it that there's the memories of 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 that whole experience is like very very blended and it feels like we were there longer. You said if you know you said yes. that it felt like a longer experience and that's why right. you could have said that without telling us that you actually read I, those stupid books. I have nothing to hide, Alexis. <sighs> that's one thing you should hide. <laughs> you, you look, you've been married so long. You never yeah. you you didn't go through that experience. I didn't have to. No, you didn't. Well, well la di da. But okay. from the beginning, I was never, I never needed a book to tell me how to talk to girls. Yeah, you don't need a book to get one girl and be with her forever. Man, I've had other girls, I had girls before that. Yeah, okay. You know, everybody knows that. That's fine. Yeah. You did great. You won. You won the game. All right, well, don't turn this around on me like I'm the aggressor here. You're the one who's like, I needed a book to learn how to talk to women because I was afraid of them. A lot of people have difficult times uh, talking to women. Well, Sorry, tell you them to call me. I'll help you out. Maybe I should write a book. You should be a pickup artist. That's the thing. Well, no, I should not be a pickup artist. Baby girl, if you're listening. <laughs> I will not be a pickup artist, but maybe I should write a book for all you herbs out there <laughs> that can't do it on your own. It's all different now with the internet, man. You just swipe. You don't even need to talk to girls anymore. Uh, sh- sure. Is, is that is that your what your book is about? That's it. <laughs> My book is going to be a link. I don't know how you're going to click on it, but uh, trust me, it's going to be a link to an app. Yeah, it's just a, a you know sweet PDF. Uh, what year? What, what year in your life was this? This was um. Uh, if you start with a two, I'm going to be very upset at you. This is very much in the twos. Oh, man. It's like maybe 2003, 2004. No, I meant your age. Oh, when I was two, three years. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, when I was um, 21, 22. I had, at the time, I, well, I wasn't, I was, I'm joking about being a virgin at the time, but I, I only had one girlfriend. And then from, from uh, that was from 18 to 21. And then from 21 to 22, I didn't even kiss a girl. Didn't, I was just, I didn't know how to talk to girls. I was just like lucky that one girl liked me. I want to make two statements. One is you're, you're in a great relationship and you've been in one for a while. And yeah. uh, I know the lady and she's great. I don't think we've ever said her name on the podcast, so I'll keep it that way. Uh, the other thing I'm going to say is, Everyone listening. Her, her, all name, jo- her name is Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we don't say it. I don't get the reference. Uh, is that a Harry Potter thing? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, I'm 
Jesus. Now I know why you needed a fucking book to talk to girls. Uh, am I right, ladies? I'm putting a spell on them with your stick. <laughs> but look, whatever you do in the bedroom, is, that's all, <laughs> is that what that's happened? Like... <laughs> is, that what, is that a Harry Potter reference? I'm asking the room. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. So we, we know your lady and we love her and she's absolutely amazing. Uh, that said, since that time, since you've read that book up until you met your current girl, you made up for lost time. So all jokes aside. Yeah. 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 No, the kid's done well. Uh, but <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. But looking back at that time, I mean, I would have made fun of you relentlessly. Uh, sure. If you want to be, yeah, you were like, you know, a, a bully from a eighties movie. 100%, if you wanted to be hundred like, percent. Oh my God. That's totally fine. Chasing you into a yard that has a dog but, and everything. But I still know the, the purpose of it wasn't to just like, uh, uh, get a bunch of gash. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do I make each one of my fingers smell different? <laughs> it wasn't about that. I it, mean, that's a book. I think it I was, write. it was more about like, uh, building confidence and, and, and overcoming like those fears. Cause they're okay. Did you buy the book in person or did you order it online? By the way, I feel bad for everyone that this has nothing to do with soccer, <laughs> but, uh, did you buy the book in person? You went to a bookstore uh, and bought this book. You know, what? I don't remember. Where I bought the book. I think I did buy, maybe out of Barnes and Noble. At any step of the way, were you like, Jesus, I can't believe I need to get this book. Alexis, dude, it was, it's, it's literally the best thing that ever happened in my life. You, okay. I'm not even exaggerating. It's the only, that book is the only reason I do comedy because I was so afraid. I had, I had fears to overcome and women were one of them. So I had to like conquer that fear and then get to like doing comedy and doing just other things in my life and pursuing other goals. So we only met because of that book. Yeah. So you're welcome. Wow. You're, well, you better, you better thank Neil. Hooligans would not exist guys. Thank- if it wasn't for a man wearing a big furry hat <laughs> and, and, a, and, a, and I don't know what else he like platform shoes. What else did he wear? Yeah. He mystery. That guy's name is Mr. Yeah. Killed he was, himself. Did he, did he yeah. kill himself? Yeah, he did. I didn't know that. hundred percent killed himself. I think a year or two ago. I gotta yeah. look this up. Yeah, well, don't read the last book, I guess. Oh, <laughs> that, 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 that tattoo I have of him is gonna seem even more strange now. <laughs> it's gonna be way more mysterious. <laughs> anyway, so yes, that explains MLS All Star Week for us. God, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Embarrassed we're partners, but don't be. Yes, uh, I mean MLS All Star. On a scale of one to ten, what did you think of the events and and the actual game itself? Oh my god, it, it got a twelve. That yeah, was so it was fun. great. We did. I feel bad for everyone who just watched it that wasn't able to go and 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 get to you know see all the stuff they did did for the fans and everything because they really do make a major event out of it. It's absolutely incredible. Yeah, I had tweeted out um, saying that the MLS All Star MLS All Star Week is uh, you know basically the greatest like sporting event in history, and people you know kind of rolling their eyes. Some rolled, some rolled, agreed. Rolled that. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, you know I was responding like yeah yes. Did I use a little bit of hyperbole? In, in, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, but the point I'm trying to make was that I, I, I think that what what's different from like other All Star weeks of of in the other kind of like major sports in America is I, I think the the community aspect and the supporter aspect uh, of an MLS All Star week is very different from any other because uh, a lot of a lot there weren't it wasn't like a bunch of like sponsored events by big companies or, or, or parties that people could, couldn't go to or get into. It was just yeah. like, 
it was run by like a lot of the Chicago Fire supporters, and they were like, "Hey, I, I don't care what team you support, just yeah. come." Section Eight, which is one of their big supporters groups, did yeah. something, and even though that was sponsored by Continental Tire, it wasn't the Continental Tire Pavilion. Yeah, you know, it was the Section Eight tailgate, exactly. And yeah. it was, and it was, and and but also free food, free drinks, yeah, free local food. You yeah, can, yeah th- that's not a common thing in like other uh, other All Star weeks or whatever. For no, no, team. it was dope. Uh, it was just like. It was like a uh, FUBU, you know, for us, by us, for yeah. supporters, by supporters. <laughs> and and they were very... You ever buy that to help you talk to girls? FUBU? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just girls that are in music videos. Yeah. <laughs> I was more of a baby fat guy. No, Come on. I wore baby fat shorts. Did you shorts. ever rock Fat Farm? Was that a thing I did, did not. I was too skinny to watch, uh, to, to wear Fat Farm. Well, is that a joke or... No, issues? no, it was too... Sk- All their stuff was very baggy. All their stuff was very baggy. Well, like a regular XL large would be essentially 3XL. Because uh, that was back when you were supposed to wear everything mega big. Yeah, for, for me, it would be like a 3XL. And then for you, uh, it would be obviously a small... Nicely fitting. Nice, yeah. just an extra small. I mean, I got to be honest, it was great. <laughs> Good era. Good era to be a big guy. Um, we were talking about, uh, you know, just the some of the events. And I think it was pretty cool that... MLS also took part in some of those events. Like, yeah. um, Fox Sports One did a quick interview uh, over at uh, the Section Eight tailgate and uh, Extra Time Radio, yeah, uh, which we were on, which That's is cool. Right. We were on, and they put us on camera. They put us on Facebook, not just on audio, on camera, on Facebook Live. We, we Extra Time Radio, which is like the, the MLS podcast. Yeah, uh, Andrew Weeby, David Goss. Yeah, it was dope. It was very cool, and I, it was our first time. And potentially our last. I mean, very well, almost sure it was our last time. <laughs> so I know a lot of people may not have seen this because it was on Facebook Live and maybe you were getting prepared for the game or out. So you may not know this, but uh, uh, so we had said something on this on that show that may potentially get us not invited back. <laughs> now, everyone listening goes, Alexis, what did you say? Oh, no, no. <laughs> It is our very own pickup artist right yeah. here who opened his mouth and said something which, you know, not that bad. But when you think about it, when you pull back a little bit, you're like, oh, yeah, I can see why maybe they were a little uncomfortable with us bringing this up. Yeah, just but just because it was uncomfortable doesn't mean it was bad. <laughs> something else you read in that book, huh? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <all right. laughs> Here's what happened. They asked us, they were asking us a couple of questions. It was kind of rapid fire. There was one microphone that we all had to share because their other mic went out. Yeah. Uh, so they asked us one and of the... Also, and no prep, no, no kind of anything. Don't they, No, like, hey, don't talk about this. Stay off this subject. Yeah. Like, I think they said, like, hey, don't swear too much, but whatever you want, you know, don't don't go nuts. You know, yeah. I think they, they somebody said shit on it and they were kind of upset about yeah, that. Yeah, that was like, but yeah, someone else. Yeah. So. But like, remember, Extra Time Radio is essentially the MLS podcast. It's an MLS podcast. It's yeah. Not about MLS. It's from MLS. So th- these are all employers, employees of MLS. Mm-hmm. So uh, they asked us to be on. Huge opportunity, we're, right? We're very flattered. I mean, we're literally hitting our target market. And at the end of the day, when I think about it, you actually did the bright thing for, for the Cooligans brand, right? Sure. Because who are we? We're not a bunch of, you know, uh, homers. You know what I mean? We're not Homer with an ER at the end. You mean like the, <laughs> what, I don't know, what you're, you, the philosopher? Yeah, or that's the, us. Or the, hashtag or the Simpsons character. No, who we, you are, we are hashtag no homer. Uh, we're not a homer is someone who like roots for the home team. You know what I mean? Oh, like an announcer who's a homer is like, oh, God damn it. I literally never heard of that. You've ever. never heard that term before? Never. Hashtag no homer. <laughs> uh, that's us. So, um, you know, we're not the ones that are going to tell the company line. You know, when yeah. you, know, you want to hear a comedic take on something that may be controversial, we want 
you to come to us, right? So we were asked the question, uh, as comedians, what gave us the most material? What was the most comedic moment of the MLS season? Now, Andrew Weeby in his head was expecting us to talk about um, Mike Petke. Mike Petke, uh, the, the, know, the, the printer. Yeah, hand this out, Trey. Hand this out, Trey. Yeah. Right? He was expecting us to, so the, the freaking mo- printer's broken. I loved it. We it talked about it. It's fun, one of my, fun moment, but not... Might be my favorite moment. A press conference ever, but I wouldn't necessarily say that it gave us the most comedic content. Yeah. Um, if you look back, other than stuff we've caused on our own, the most comedic content was from Kyle Aaron. Kyle Aaron's DUI. <laughs> <His> DUI. <laughs> now, when you present yourself as in front of a camera, in front of the fans, <laughs> live on an MLS sanctioned podcast or show on their Facebook live channel, this was on MLS's own live channel on Facebook. Mm hmm. We were asked what gave us the most comedic content. And I said, gee, I don't know. I can't really think of it. And before I could finish, I, and we, but, Christian goes, hey, can we be honest? You did ask that. I did ask that. He could have said, no, do yeah. not be honest. <laughs> depends on what you're going to say. He could have said a lot of things. He's like, come on, guys, do whatever you want. It's MLS, baby. And he goes, Car-. and I, at that moment, I go, yeah, this seems like a mistake. Right? As you yeah, said, I, Car- trust me, it felt like a mistake. Leaving, leaving my lips. <laughs> you. The funny thing is, I can't could see it in your eyes that you were like oh man i hope i didn't offend anyone and in my head i was just like burn this whole thing to the ground <laughs> in my head i was like yeah christian <laughs> he said kyle Aaron, but you didn't say dui you said kyle Aaron driving on the wrong side of the road yes that's what i said which i mean it's uh, yeah well, we were we you know oj yes he murdered but you know what he drove safely that's essentially what you said you know like yeah like at least he followed the rules right you bring up the one thing that i think Nobody wants to talk about it. and like they're trying to sell him at the moment. So you don't want to reference that again. It's, but- it's so crazy to me that us, anybody saying anything on a, some Facebook live yes. could like tr- trigger this like, oh, Kyle Aaron sale denied to Besiktas. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's staying back in Orlando because Christian Blanco had, had the nerve to mention it on a Facebook live. Okay, but what if it does? <laughs> <laughs> It's How just, great would that be? Would that not be the greatest? What kind of influence? We're like the the, the Mino Riolas of MLS. <laughs> we just re- yeah. Galatasaray is interested in Kaka, but wait, what did Alexis say <laughs> on that podcast? <laughs> well, yes, we got to sort that out because this, this, we can't yeah. we cannot have this kind of publicity. No, no, no. You think Piatti is ever going to come play for this league? <laughs> not not if you got Christian Alexis talking all slick like they're doing over there. But it, I've never been prouder of you in my life because. A lot of times I see myself as sort of the capo of this capo and not the soccer term in the, you know, in the in the mafia way. Yes. Like I'll be the I'll be the muscle and you clean it up. You know what I mean? I sometimes see that that's our relationship. Like I'll be the wild one and you're the one who's behind the scenes going. I apologize. <laughs> and I'm just on the other side of the, of, the, of the wall going bang, 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 bang. You know, I'm just knocking yeah. everything down. And you're apologizing and shaking hands and kissing babies. That's kind of how the relationship has been to some degree. But I got to see it from the other side for the first time. Sure. It, my, my... And by the way, I was standing closest to Andrew. He, his hand was extended past me with the microphone to you. So I just turned and looked at his eyes. He was... And I mean... Deer in headlights. Welling up. <laughs> it was... A small tear was forming. <laughs> And in his his mouth was starting to move, and I think he was trying to say, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but he was just, like, trying to figure out, like, how do I get out of this? And he, he took the mic away from you, and he said, any other? And he asked me. And I was like, 
How could he say that he was only driving on the wrong side of the road because he's not from here? He's from Canada. I haven't I haven't watched it again, so I haven't I haven't seen the play by play. I haven't come back to it. <laughs> uh, it was but, one but, of my favorite. But moments. I know I know that that moment because again we we <laughs> there was no preparation. So what happened was my instinct kicked in of your comedic instinct. My comedic instinct. I was like I, I felt like I was, I was the camera's on. Yeah. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna if only mystery I, had covered this. I'm not gonna just be like uh umming and oh let me think about I mean they just would have said, hey we're gonna ask you this question. I would have totally, you and I would have yeah you and I would have talked we would have talked time, about yeah. it prepared and had a like a proper thing to talk about. Uh what are the odds we would have still come up there and talked about Kyle? I think we would have th- no there's, yeah. there's no way there's no way because I as soon as as soon as I started saying can I be honest the reason I was saying that is because I'm like I know that this might be a, a sore subject but this is literally the first thing that's coming to my mind yeah because you the, the question was what moment in in the MLS season provided the most comedic material it's a, we uh, we answered honestly we answered honestly and that's are, are, are we wrong for that <laughs> am, I, am I a bad person now yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. we're bad people now because you ask us a question we answer honestly. Maybe a little bit of honesty is needed. I so you know what I, I frankly that's uh, initially I felt I this is what I feel bad about is like I, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. That's I don't want we anybody like you know get yelled at or get you know I don't want any issues like that for them because that's not that's not that's not what we were trying to do. That's not how we do it. It was just like you, you put us on the spot. And this is, you know, this is, well, this is how we reacted. You know, sorry if this, we didn't know, we didn't get the, the, the syllabus at the beginning of the year yeah, that yeah. said not to talk about. We didn't read the rider to the contract <laughs> that we were offered. We, again, so we're not MLS employees. We don't know that this is a thing that probably shouldn't be discussed. But also, what is the big deal? Like, it's, to, to me, it's like. It's you, as if they you didn't accept, happen. Yeah, it's almost like you should accept your. Flaws. I mean, look, in in th- this is kind of an issue that the NFL has when something terrible happens, and this is they get in trouble because they don't uh, either they don't punish the players soon enough, or they they're not out, you know. I'm, and given the in the NFL, there's not just absolute nightmares. Of, just, there's murders. There's domestic violence. There's like horrible, horrible things. Kyle Aaron, I mean. To, made an for, honest mistake as a young man. Exactly. And and nobody was hurt and luckily. And, and luckily nobody was hurt and thank goodness that that was the case, but but bringing it up is not going to destroy his life or and the other or, thing or, is, or, or tarnish the league. No, because it already happened. Yeah. And the other thing is we didn't wedge that into the conversation. We weren't talking about like, hey, how great's the All-Star game? I'm like, fuck that. Let's <laughs> talk about you want to know what else wasn't so great. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't wedge it in. We were asked a question and we answered honestly. Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't going to let you I wasn't going to let you sit out there, man. That's not my that's not my move. Sure. I mean, it, it's uh I, I respect that. Thank you for that, Alexis. Oh, I'm not uh, looking for a thank you. I, I, I didn't, I, you know, in general, I, I, it, I didn't feel like it was a moment where I needed uh, some lifesaver uh, because I didn't <laughs> That's feel what like, I'm here for. <laughs> it didn't, it wasn't uh, that bad a, a, a thing, but it, the only thing that crosses my, my mind is like that, that they are actively trying to sell him. And if that, if it's affected in any way, which is ridiculous. I mean, I even try me trying to accept the fact that I got to be honest, if that's I, a real thing. In my head, I want that to be the case. <laughs> I would love if for some reason, just you and I just uh, uh, affected the financial just, we're well-being. Gonna see, we're going to see a, a, an article from the Orlando Sentinels like, <laughs> talk stalled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for two dummies. <laughs> just a picture of us. <laughs> 
God, that would be incredible. Oh my God! And so whatever, it, it felt bad for for a while, but like, so we'll we'll put this out there, guys. MLS clubs, if you want to keep your players, if you're getting a lot of offers for a player and you don't want to sell them. Come to us. All right? We'll find a way to make you keep that player. You know, Barcelona could have used us. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 With Neymar. Yeah. That could have been. Uh, 222 million euros. Yes. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. You know how it worked out? I know we normally talk about they, what PSG gave Barcelona two hundred twenty-two million dollars. It's not how it's not what happened <laughs> because to avoid the financial fair play rules, mm-hmm. the country of Qatar paid Neymar 300 million euros. To be a sort of a spokesperson. Qatar is not a country, right? It is. Is it a country? Yeah. I thought it was part of the Arab Emirates. It's It's its own country. It's its own country. Okay. And it should be pronounced Qatar, but whatever. So Qatar gave Neymar 300 million euros Mm -hmm. to represent them, to be sort of a, a spokesperson for the Qatar World Cup. He used that money to buy himself out of Barcelona. Okay. He paid his own release clause, a la... uh. Cesc Fabregas, who did that with Arsenal, by the way. Okay. So he paid his own so that he can then uh, negotiate a deal with uh, PSG. So everyone's like, well, they're avoiding financial fair play rules because technically PSG doesn't have to account for that $222 million yeah. because technically they didn't pay it, even though they're owned by the country of Qatar and Qatar paid it. But here's what I'm, here's my thing. I posted about it and I was kind of like, it's pretty dope. Right? You, that Neymar's leaving? I'm on the side of Neymar making this money and his father making this money. Sure. And I was told by a bunch of, and I hate to say this, but the guy doesn't listen to this. And if he does, I like this guy. So I don't mean anything bad by it. Okay? A fucking Euro snob. Okay. Has told me that this is the worst thing for soccer <laughs> in the this world. this guy, like, we're supposed to know who the, the specific There's two people in this room Euros. who know who it is. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying it this way. And I like the guy, right? But this is one of those things where it's like... He probably says the word mate when he says this. He's like, this is ruining soccer. He says football, of course. He said, this is ruining soccer, and this is the worst thing that's happening, and this is going to be the end of soccer. How? How is this the end of soccer? First of all, markets fluctuate, okay? And why would you ever want to stop someone from making that money? And the idea that, that this is going to ruin soccer, you, I don't think you equate that Barcelona made that money. Barcelona still has two hundred twenty-two million to play with now. Yeah, I don't know what is what is suggesting. What's going to ruin it? Is it, is it maybe it's just like my you know favorite, how people say my our, favorite teams getting broken up. No, no, it's not even that. The guy's an Arsenal fan. What he's saying is that well, now we can't because look at what's happening over there, and the only people that are going to be able to oh, sure. are the billionaires and blah blah. Well, when we had the most money, you didn't complain. Sure. Also, you can you can go with MLS rules and have salary caps. I've if, said that. I've said that. I said if you want it, you want, you want fairness, parity, you, you want, want parity. <laughs> Come over to MLS. He's like, well, now I got to give up my favorite club. Well, buddy, I mean, I can't give you everything here. <laughs> so one of the other. You how wanna- about this? Sam Kroenke sells Arsenal to, you know, one of the the Sultan of Brunei. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Or Maduro who uh, from Venezuela with all his oil. How about now? Oh, yeah. He'll he'll be great. He'll just he'll be great. He just, uh, can't feed his own won't people. Won't, he's killing them. Won't, but, won't feed the Arsenal players. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Arsenal players are throwing rocks. Um, but <laughs> again, you know, uh, all respect to everyone in Venezuela. Um, and I hope everyone's family's okay. But that said, it's like this idea that somebody's spending a lot of money on a player. What do you feel about that? Do you think this is, you know, the people who are like anti-modern football? No, I, I mean, it, it's it's one or the other. You can't, obviously you can't have both. You can, you can, like there's rules in place, obviously, to for, so, so that I won't go uh, too too crazy, um, but you know this is too too crazy though. But, this is actually too 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 crazy. Why have a release clause at all? 
Oh, oh you, you made a stupid pun. I said okay. it's too, too, too crazy. <laughs> I'm like, why are you kind of, why are you happy about yourself right now? <laughs> it's incredible. All right. Now, uh, I just got love tanging. If, why have a release clause if someone can't pay it? Do you know what I mean? This is my thing. Yeah. You have a release clause. You're making that money. That money is now in the market. Yeah. And guess you, what's going to happen? That they're going to use that 222 million to go buy. I don't know Coutinho for 105, right? Yeah. And now Liverpool's got that money, and then Liverpool's going to go buy somebody with that money, right? And then people are going to buy people, and now you've 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 added money to the market. You've made the market more active, and it, people are making money. And here's the other thing. This is what pisses me off. This is what royally pisses me off. This is how this whole system works. Neymar moving to PSG means that the last club, the last few clubs that had Neymar are now getting paid off of that money, yeah. right? And you, you know who else? How about the you, people who developed him as a youth are now making that money? Something that would help out in America if we did this, right? If if Dom Dwyer uh, was so... I forgot the term. There's a something payment. I forget the term for it. But if, if Dom Dwyer, as an example, let's say he was developed in America. Who's a player that was developed in America? Let's say Beasler, right? Beasler gets sold to Arsenal for 100 million uh, pounds. Just imagine, right? Let's just say 100 oh, million it, dollars. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, my God. First of all, I'd be like, what is going on in Arsenal? Um, <laughs> No, it's not. It's a compensation payment or something like that. It's not a parachute payment. I just looked that up real quick. Yeah, parachute payment is for yeah. when you get relegated. It's when you get relegated. There's a term for um, when you compensate the clubs that developed you. They're making a cut of that money. Yeah. That's why a lot of players move later on in their, their careers to just assure, if they stayed in one club for a long time, that whoever developed them, if it wasn't a national, like a big team, yeah. that they get some payments. He's helping out. The, a, a favela in Brazil now has enough money to develop more players, feed those players, and all that because of this one move. Oh, no, but you'd rather it still be factory workers playing for almost no money and, and punching each other in the face on the way to the goal? This makes no sense. This is the, we're, we're in the modern era. And you know, having teams like Manchester City and having teams like PSG and having teams like Barcelona Real Madrid, even though they're technically not in that because they don't have the oil money, having them does not stop, stop other teams from being good. Yeah, you might not win the Champions League. But you know what you have? You have the opportunity to play in that market. So go make money. What? And if you don't like it, to what Christian said, Come on over to MLS. We're right here. Yeah, we're having a good time over here, baby. Baby, look at us. We're talking about the All Star Game. <laughs> we're ruining sales by talking into a microphone. The one, the one thing uh, that is oddly affected by by such a big payment, obviously, and Barcelona having this money, is uh, that now now everybody knows that Barcelona has two hundred and twenty two so, million but, euros. But again, the market going up, value of players going up helps. First of all, Neymar's now made a lot more money. This is a kid who grew up with nothing. His dad worked multiple yes. jobs. I don't understand why you wouldn't want to take that money out of his pocket. But the, I don't get it. The people who complain are the are the clubs that that can't keep up with the well, with the kind of money. And look, go suck a dick. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> okay, I mean, all right, interesting take. About, uh, I, but it's, it piss, <laughs> what pisses me off is it makes no sense. All you're doing is projecting your fear of inferiority yes, onto uh, this transfer, very, very and that much. is wrong. And you know what? We have the chance to do it. Look, speaking as an Arsenal fan, Arsenal is willing to walk away from their Puma shirt deal because it's 30 million a year and when we signed it that was a big deal and all of a sudden that's not a big deal anymore yeah, uh, that's Manchester nothing. United gets 100 yeah so we're, we, we should at least get 90 we should yeah. at least get 90 million and Adidas who just lost Chelsea is like yo we need another big name in London well here we are we're standing right here which by the way as an Arsenal fan amazing because Adidas 
is the official shirt of the big guy. Okay, <laughs> big Adidas man. makes yo big man shirts. <laughs> yeah. Adidas knows how to make the right sizes for big men. Puma don't know what they're doing. It's like inverted parentheses, bruh. We don't got abs. Why are you making double XL for let's, abs? Let's speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah. No, no double XL has abs. You're just the weirdest looking human being if you do. But to my point is. This now puts more money. This 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 gives an opportunity, more money. There's no reason why we're taking money away from look at Alexis Alexis Sanchez, someone like him who grew up, you know, like coal miners in Chile. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't think this guy should make the most money possible? From a clearly from a privileged background, yeah. Alexis Sanchez. Oh, well, he doesn't need this money. You know, <laughs> well, God forbid, God forbid these Brits have to watch football that's not millionaires playing each other. It makes no <laughs> sense. If you have a different take on this, if you have an idea as to why you think this ruins football, you know what I want to have on? We should have on Patrick Inferno because he's one of these anti-modern football guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've talked to him about it a bunch and he stops arguing with me halfway in because he's a very nice guy. <laughs> and he just doesn't like that. I think he's anti-confrontation. He's like, this is all getting too much for me. But I don't understand this point. Uh, I mean, I think it's from, uh, you know, like a capitalist kind of one uh, percent. You know, people are. It's the haves and the have nots. Yeah, that's yeah. The issue. I, I mean, I, but and that's why there's tears. I, Not everyone can be in the top division. Yeah, it's but it's, it's a realistic uh, complaint. I no, mean, it isn't. No, it isn't. It has zero merit to it. Uh, as far as the the how unfair it is from like from in, in a team in a league with twenty teams from one to twenty there it, it, and and then from a from a Champions League perspective, the the teams that are at the top and 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 the bottom of that. There and that's why Arsenal is at the bottom of a you know Champions League kind of conversation. Well, so, I, I, so the top sixteen, yes. So, so that's why fans are going to be bothered by uh, a, a transfer like this. But if if we had the ability to do it too, exactly. But they don't. And and that's that's Arsenal's mo. And right, they, you're an Everton fan. They don't have the ability to do it unless they but go they, out. But they actually did after they sold Lukaku. They they went out and spent about a hundred million on new signings. So and, so here's the thing. And the team you looked sold, better because of it. So thank you. I was just about to say you sold the player, and now you've been able to use that money to to help you in other places. Yeah. Right. It's like selling a luxury car you don't need, and you're able to get like appliances or something that you do need. That is the point. Yeah. And you know what? Everton is now stronger and probably has an opportunity to win more. And as you win more, you're going to make more money. And as you go and go and go and you build and all this idea that only money wins. Well, then Manchester City would have won two years ago and not Leicester City. Correct. So I don't want to hear it. It's it's ridiculous. This whole argument. All right. People are making money. I love I love the I love people making money. Can someone just give me some of it? <laughs> I love the 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 uh, earlier. You're like, uh, if anybody disagrees, uh, please l- let me know. And then uh, now you're like, I don't want to hear a fucking thing. All right. I'm right. You're wrong. <laughs> well, that's 100 percent true. Uh, that is a quote from my book called Sucker Dick. <laughs> no, but I mean it like message me or message us. Message the Cooligans and let us know what's up, because I'd be interested to find out what this whole. Uh, other side of the argument is it's very frustrating. Okay, so uh, All Star Game. Let's uh, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, let's do it. Um, we the All Star Game itself, obviously MLS All Stars against Real Madrid. We got to we got to we got to we got to sit see Real Madrid. We got sit quietly in the press box. <laughs> we did. We were in the press box, but. There was a mix-up with the credentials, so we didn't get to go uh, to On the, the field. field and stuff. Uh, Neither did our, our camera person, the wonderful Kale Parker. Couldn't get down there. Uh, but we still had a good time. What a great time. I mean, and, and what did you think of the game uh, in itself? Real Madrid uh, won in penalties, but... Uh, even though they they did look like the the more dominant team for the majority of the match, I wouldn't I wouldn't say, yeah they were the more dominant, but they weren't like ridiculously dominant exactly. But but you watching them, 
uh, there's a couple of things, right? The MLS All Stars don't—they're not a real team. They they're not play, a club. They don't play together. They yeah. don't. You can. You if can, they were, they'd be great, though. You can see that there's really no uh, chemistry there, uh, and, and the chemistry of Real Madrid is, is almost too much. It's just, it's just like, all right, tone it down on the chemistry, yeah. you guys. Jesus, guys, <laughs> get a room. I, I was uh, I was just watching just just certain passes, especially when they they were um, when they were on counters, like Isco. You, I mean, you, you know, I watch Isco on Champions League and all this other. I watch games from time to time, but Isco, he he looks so good that it that to honestly, I was just like, you're wasting money on Gareth Bale. Yeah. Why is he even there? Isco is give Gareth Bale away. <laughs> he's just, I mean, you don't even need to sell him. That's how well, it just goes so good that they got rid of James Rodriguez and they might get rid of Bale. That's how good this one player is. Yeah, Isco, and I can't believe Isco's ruining modern football. Oh my god, <laughs> Isco was. Uh, he, he really felt I'm watching him. I just like this dude has eyes on the back of his head. Yeah. No matter how many defenders were near him. You can't get the you, ball away from him. Cannot, he didn't he didn't make one mistake. Also, there's this there's two or three passes he made where he put the ball. He basically told the runner where to go. By him placing the ball there. Yeah. So he was not only making decisions for himself, he was making decisions for other players. He saw, I forgot who was on the right-hand side, who was running down the uh, wing, but he was starting to cut in. And Isco kicked the ball in a way where it was like, no, 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 go here. Yeah. And I was just like, how is that possible? <laughs> they, the MLS All-Stars, I would say defensively, I think they looked pretty good. Like Dax they, even looked great, by the way. They, the first half, uh, um, you know, it was kind of the, you know, Kaká, David Villas, Sebastian Jovinko, Bastian yeah. Schweinsteiger. They, it was the big DP one. Yeah. So they, they, they definitely, uh, they held their own and defensively. And that's really the issue because it's like against Real Madrid. And the, the, the big issue I thought was not that the quality of Real Madrid players was just so much higher. It was just like the team that they were playing against was like twelve, like average twelve years older. Yeah, than they were. It was just the youngest, best players in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, because the, the 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 players who started uh, were you know there was no Benzema, no Bale. Yeah, uh, uh, it was it was a lot of like kind of the reserve, uh, a lot of the youth players, youth players, and they were they were just physically uh, just stronger than a lot of these, uh, than a lot of the players. It's like, yeah. Play, Although, didn't Marcelo play for the whole game? No, he, Marcelo came in the second half. Second half. half okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so the, the, that, that was like, That's what the, I do remember when he came in. Uh, that, that was the thing that I, I thought that was most uh, sort of no, noticeable and, and apparent, but they, I thought, you know, we got a late goal. There was a, a, a corner uh, Dax had it, heads the ball. Almost gets it in. Almost gets it and in. Here uh, comes Dom, Orlando City, Dwyer. Yeah, and he uh, and just banged it in. It was just uh, just a nice sweaty goal. Yeah. Uh, and for the most part, yeah, Real Madrid had a lot of chances. They took a lot of shots. But they, you know, the MLS officers held their own defensively. I mean, Timmy looked good in the first in the first half. Yeah, I, they uh, look obviously if if you know a, 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 a foot or two to the left and and a couple goals go in probably for Madrid, yeah. but they didn't they didn't get they didn't make them. And also Sebastian Jovinko had that great chance that that just went Jeez. wide, and David Villa was right in the, in the net, and Kato Navas made a, a great save. So got uh, stuck in his feet too. Yeah, they made uh, they had opportunities and. and and in a match like that, you know Real Madrid is going to be more dominant. But I was, I was, I left that that game being proud of uh, the MLS All Stars. Yeah, as exhausted as I was, I was just, I was gassed. That yeah. was it. I was done after 
what, 15 hour days uh, for two days ahead of it. Sure. I was just done. And I walked away kind of like just like pleasantly happy with what happened. Yeah. I know we didn't win, but a lot of the players even said it in the interviews. They're like, look, that's a that's a tie. OK. Yeah. And there were obviously there were so many. Uh, it was it was like 70 short of being sold. out. It was like 64,000. 500 something or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so sold out in our book. Uh, those 70 people. Sold out. Uh, Matt Javier didn't buy those tickets for those people. No. Uh, <laughs> There's just a couple empty beers sitting there. <laughs> so, uh, but we did get to go to the locker room and interview the players, which we had, yeah. ne- we had never done before. And we brought Kale with us. We brought Kale uh, Because with she's them. a videographer. Yeah. And then as soon as we walked in, we realized everyone was naked. <laughs> everyone was naked. Well, not exactly naked, but very... Uh, they at, were getting out of the shower. At the very least, half naked. Yeah. It's like a, it's a locker room. I think the and first thing we saw was Piotti in his underwear, right? Piotti or no, no, Valeri. Uh, yeah. Valeri just sitting Valeri. there. And by the way, like, just like the, the athletic version of a tiny whitey. <laughs> and I was like, put some goddamn pants on. Yeah. I mean, this is, uh, I mean, you, you hear about this in general. But there was also that lady outside who was, it was a woman who had a child with her. Yeah. She had like, a, what would you say? It was like a, maybe 10, 11 years old. Yes. Maybe a little older, maybe 12 max, mm-hmm. who was pretending to be a reporter. I don't know if he like, it has a blog or something. Maybe <laughs> he was, he was playing pretend this kid. You know? Yeah. His, uh, his, uh, his, yeah, jur- she- his journalist name is young news with, his, with <laughs> yeah. a Z. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little, little news, little, 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 little update, <laughs> little update. <laughs> but he was like, he was asking great questions. He had a notebook with him way more professional than yeah. we were. He had a little, little ticket in his hat. Yeah. And his, yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, right? he had one of those cameras where the bulb explodes. Uh, it was very vintage. Yeah, very. I mean, he really kicked it old school. Uh, but he was there with his mom. His mom was also a journalist. Yeah. And she asks Kale, hey, um, you're a woman and you're about to go into a locker room. Is that OK? Something to that degree. Right. Yeah. Do you remember that? Well, she this. He framed it more like uh, back in my day. She did one yeah. of those. And when, whenever I hear that, I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> and I've got a few of them already. <laughs> Uh, but she said back in my day, we women weren't allowed in the locker room. And, yeah. Uh, but she did start off like, are you sure you're OK? Part of it was like, hey, just so you know, I'm sure some of it was her saying like, hey, you may not be familiar with this, but, you know, there's going to be still a little athletes walking around. Still a little condescending because there, 100% were, condescending. All, there were also like two dozen women already in there. Everyone else. <laughs> by, no the way, sense. by the way, and by the way, some of them were dressed like they're going to the prom. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> I, some of these women are looking for more than just answers to questions. Uh, but <laughs> here's the thing that pissed me off. Two things. One, she's a lady and she's going in a locker room. <laughs> Why bring it up? Yeah. And here's the other thing. She's bringing a goddamn child into the locker room. You're bringing a boy, a young boy into this locker room. Yeah. So well, who knows why it was a very she, it was this a, kid's gonna be looking at dongs left and right. That's the thing. Very strange. What uh, did she think Kale was gonna do? Push the camera out of the way and jump on <laughs> on Valeri? Probably not because he's a no, timber. not Valeri. I mean, yeah. if, maybe jump on Valeri, but for yeah. like the wrong reason. Yeah. For like, like assault yeah, yeah. a timber. She snaps his ankle. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Kale! <laughs> but it was it Don, was Don Garber's. Like first you get you make us lose money on the Kyle Aaron deal, and now this your videographer is just attacking our prize assets. Right, right. And will not let go of Ozzy Alonso. He wasn't even here. How did she do that? Uh, but it was cool to be there, and uh, we got to who we got to speak to Stephen Fry, Diego Valeri, Nacho Piatti. That's right, we did. Yeah. Michael Parkhurst. Um, Parkhurst uh, was cool. We left Dax alone on purpose. We did. We felt like we we bothered him enough. We spoke to him earlier uh, on uh, the day prior. We so. walked over to Greg Garza. 
That's right. And they were like, uh, move away. But he was eating a cookie, right? And he also had his, shul- his arm in a sling. He had his he separated arm in a sling. His, yeah, he separated his shoulder. But I purposely put the mic down. No camera was following me. I was going to go over there and go, you need me to hold the cookie for you? Just as a joke, because he's got a bad arm. And his, I guess the PR person, like... <laughs> put a hand up to me. It was like, yeah. uh, he's not answering any media questions. And I'm like, yeah, no, I was just going to. And she's like, yeah, no questions. So I just had a loud. I go, I was just going to ask him if he needed help with the cookie. But then I realized I came across as like, give me a part of your cookie. <laughs> Very much. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not what I meant, but whatever. I got to walk away now. <laughs> yeah. I looked, said what I was going to say. It looked very bad. I'm like, wow, Alexis is really owning this. Uh, I'm a fat guy at the MLS All-Star game. <laughs> that's how it came across. And I'm it's like, just whatever. me. I'm fat. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. Hey, everybody in here. <laughs> All right, real quick, real quick. I just want to let everybody know uh, I'm a big old fatty. <laughs> I'm driving by. I'm driving by like I love food. I love so much food. Give me more food. It was it was uh, it was like it was kind of cute. It was like very silly. I meant to like can I help him with the foot? Whatever. It's, hey, I know how the, it came across. The optics. The optics. Yeah, like, oh no, not good at all. <laughs> Whatever. She kind of was like, "What the fuck?" Like she laughed, but like, why would you say that? And and Garza was like, "Funny." You know, but I was like, "Whatever." I just gotta walk away here. Um, oh my god. Yeah, that was uh, it was a, it was a fun moment. It was cool to try to uh, find the balance of like the the lo- locker room is so serious everyone's so serious about everything well, i think the biggest issue we have is that there's no there's no correct credential for us because we're not journalists but we're yeah, also don't, don't tell us mls they're like oh there's no correct credential well then we won't well, give then, you yeah. one <laughs> just just like we tried to do twice we will not give you one but what it is is that we're we're there to have fun we're there to be our the content we're getting is comedic yeah so everyone else is asking some really serious questions and uh we're you know we're coming in hot with like dumb questions like we asked all the argentinian players how they drink their mate like you know like yeah. we're, we're trying to be lighthearted and fun and i think a lot of the journalists get put off by what we're doing um they, you know they're not giving us credit when it's deserved jeff carlisle like you know there's there's so many of those situations where we're not exactly like you know there should be a credential for content creator. You know what I mean? So that it just goes like, we're going to be filming in here. And they're like, Oh no, there's, there's this whole thing of like, you're not allowed to ask for um, pictures or autographs, but because we're content creators, we should be in the content, you know? So like, I'm afraid of putting the camera on us. Yeah. I'm afraid of that because we're going to be like, you know, journalists would never do that because they have journalistic integrity. We have no integrity. (laughs) Okay. I mean, we don't have journalistic integrity. I don't know. We've got zero integrity. (laughs) I I almost stole a cookie from a man (laughs) whose arm in his sling. Okay. We have no. Give me. I don't care. I don't care if your arm is on the ground out of its socket. I want that cookie. Give it a goddamn cookie. But again, you know, I really, that's the only moment where I'm like, hey, no, but I meant, I was like, whatever. You know what? I said it. I'm going to move on. I'm here for something else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, again, but so yeah, it, it, we have to find a kind of find that balance and, and really for ourselves uh, and, and, and also to like, it, it, it's, it's interesting always watching the, the players adjust from like from the scrum of like ask, asking all the kind of normal questions and then talking to us and then it immediately flips over to this like slightly more intimate conversation and you can tell they're like or very more intimate if it's with Nikolic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but it, it, it's you can tell there's like this weird like this adjustment 
of like being very serious and then they sort of like start smiling a little more and yeah they were having like, a little oh, bit more fun oh, okay these guys are just cool yeah yeah and I, I you could tell that there's a bit of a wall put up between them and the journalists because they, they they have to answer within that filter of like oh, i'm a professional yes and with us you kind of have to have a little bit of that because you can't be like oh fuck this shit you know you can't the player can't be really as brutally honest as they want to be but you can be a bit more relaxed with us because we're not asking you the tough questions correct and yeah. every once in a while i mean we ask like some good questions like was this more of a friendly or more of a of an active game for you and some players were like no we go in there to try to win and some players were like look it's you know it's like a showcase yeah you know? shout out to uh stefan fry and also michael parkers that were like uh because they were like oh yeah the game since the game ended in penalties they were like we we see that as a win but if uh like uh, we see that uh, as no, a tie. I, they see it. What did they? I forgot. They say they said that if we if we would have won in penalties, uh, we would have seen it as a as a like it would have been a big deal. Like we would have won. But just yeah. the fact that it ended in a tie, it, they don't see it as a loss. Yeah, like, that was a, that's the point they were making. But they were like very. They were joking around about that. Yeah, about how, how proud they were even just even just to tie the game against Real Madrid. Yeah, I mean they had some like uh, you know, and even even in the press conference, which we missed uh, Don Garber's press conference. I forgot what we were doing in that moment, but um. You know, even in the press conference when we asked Bastian Schweinsteiger the, you know, joking question, we asked, we tried to ask, or we did ask Tony Cruz kind of a joking question. Yeah, yeah. Like, those are the moments where, like, that's where I think, like, everyone else is, like, kind of giggling, but at the same time, they're like, what the fuck's going on? Who are these guys? Yeah. But the players are like, oh, cool. You know, they're like, oh, thank God. But yeah, some levity. So, yeah. And then... Uh, Locker room was dope. It was cool. We thought we thought we we brought some of that some of that fun yeah. to, to, to the All-Star game. It was uh, uh, just generally a, a, a great experience. And, and you know, from, from the game itself to just, like, the, the opportunities for interviews. Obviously, uh, Nemanja Nikolic, which we talked about last week, after we were recording like a, a little bit of an outro outside of the locker room, uh, you know, the players are kind of done with their interviews. They're all some of them are just walking by. Walking some of them by. are joking around with us, like behind the camera. Yeah. Uh, not Nikolic. Not Nikolic. Uh, he uses that opportunity to get one more contact. <laughs> Nikolic walks. He's walking by us. He sees us filming and uh, he recognizes Alexis. And <laughs> he, he, first of all, he points at me. Yeah. He points like, hey, look who it is. It's my buddy. Yeah, all right. It's my squishy buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes back into the camera shot, waves in the camera, yeah. which might be a little out of focus. No, no, I saw it. It's very much in focus. Oh, awesome. And then he gives us both apps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that was he to get gets you, you more. He, yeah, he pushed me out of the way very quickly yeah. to get to you. <laughs> yeah, he mushed you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we have to, uh, at some point, get Nikolic uh, on the podcast. And, and Well, we've got to go back to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Alexis, you got to read the pickup artist book so you can use some of, the, so use some of those moves. I'm going to neg him. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't play too well last week. <laughs> and walk away. Make him want it. <laughs> <laughs> Just negging MLS players. Yeah, that's how we get them on the show uh, that's it that's the only way to do it <laughs> yeah. but everybody everyone we talked to was super cool i don't think there was no one that was really a jerk was there uh no no everyone was really nice we had no, a great time the people that work at the credential office no that's it <laughs> no, they were they were very nice no, too they, they helped us great. out they when, they, when they very much did not have they to. they did not have to they had a lot more on their plate they helped <laughs> us out it didn't work out exactly right but they did help us out which exactly. is that's all that all that matters uh so uh let we'll, we're gonna go over to our next segment we got we got to talk about uh the incredible week of MLS, uh, the, the weekend with uh, that introduced uh, video assistant referee, yeah, uh, and they went, it was put, it was put to use uh, several times, and it, and it, I thought it was handled pretty well. So, it was well, very, we'll talk about it. We'll see exciting. when we get back after this. 
Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Quick break here. I just wanted to tell you a little bit about On the Volley Apparel. You've heard it so many times. Some of you actually went out and bought some of the gear. It's absolutely incredible. Once again, my favorite hoodie I've ever had in my entire life. Great gear. They make great stuff. Absolutely. Uh, Big I, fan of the podcast as well. Yeah, it's uh, uh, they make uh, yeah, soccer-inspired clothing. Look, you've heard us talk about it before. You've seen uh, you've seen us wearing uh, some of the clothing on, on our videos. Yeah, we're always wearing it on the videos. Uh, it's great stuff. It's it's urban inspired it is hip hop it's a little hood it's, it's a, a little, little soccer but it's all dope super high quality very comfortable and not very expensive and it's even less expensive exactly. because you listen to us exactly so if you uh, if you use the promo code cooligans uh, you'll receive uh, 30% off uh, that's incredible that's, that's a hot deal Come on now. Hot deal. So make sure you use the promo code COOLIGANS. Look, they uh, right before the MLS season, there's a lot of new uh, uh, apparel, uh, you know, coming out. Sure. So you can, you can check it out there. And they got a whole bunch of new designs and stuff coming out. And again, get their hoodies, get their sweatshirts. They're incredibly comfortable. They got cool t-shirts. They got like three-quarter length sleeves. They even got stuff for the ladies. They have stuff for, they have, they have stuff for uh, actual gameplay. Yeah, yeah absolutely. They, they have, so listen, if you didn't get something for your girl on Valentine's Day... Hustle up, get something, you get yourself 30% off, make her feel a little better at the end of the week when you get that shipment, and look what I got you, it's on the volley. And they're like, yo, isn't this the same thing Alexis and Christian wear? And then you're the, how, what, you watching them when I'm not around? And That's then right. you can have an argument you're, because you, how much the girl loves us. You sort that out, right. yeah. Because, I mean, obviously, we're, we're not trying to uh, ruin any uh, relationships. No, it's, not or our fault. it's not our fault. We're too pretty. <laughs> but, but make sure you go to onthevalleyapparel.com, onthevalleyapparel.com, and uh, and use the promo code COOLIGANS, Cooligans. and you'll get 30% off. So make Three sure. zero, 30% off. It's a great deal. So uh, do that right now. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> I don't know why I was yelling that way, but whatever. We're back. <laughs> We're back. Uh yeah, so there's a there was a, a hot weekend in MLS and uh can't tell from your tone, but yes. Yeah, I mean sexy sexy voice doesn't show any enthusiasm. No, it's gotta be flat affect. Too cool. Too cool yeah, yeah. to uh show interest in anything. Indifferent. <laughs> Indifferent Polanco. Yeah. Listeners love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they they love it. Yeah, they really associate with it. They just really they're like, man, that sociopath on that Cooligans podcast, he's pretty awesome. <laughs> 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 really lo- loving his inability to uh, connect connect yeah. with, with other human beings. Hey, you guys listen to Cooligans? They don't feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> but we did have some wonderful, uh, wonderful games. So yeah, let's talk about. There's a there's a, a lot of things to uh, to get through. But let's um, let's uh, uh, very quickly. I do want to talk about this. That you know, obviously the the Dax McCarty Fruit Bowl trailer uh, has dropped. And that's right. That's out there in the world. In the world, and people are. It's already. It's already getting going. Going viral. People are sharing it. People are uh, Snapchatting it to each other. The world is paying attention. <laughs> Putin cut his vacation short. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? What happened? Dax did what now? <laughs> Finally. <laughs> so uh, we made a little trailer uh, about our whole experience with, uh, you know, with Dax McCarty and that, and that video is coming out soon. But uh, go on our Twitter, go on our YouTube, and it's all it's it's around. Uh, just make sure make sure you see that. But. Um, there was a, a funny thing, and 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 I think it's getting to the point where we don't, we, we I'm I'm concerned that we seem a little bit obsessed with the McCartys, you know. 
Yeah. Uh, I you, think one person recently commented something about the Fruit Bowl, and I was like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> We're good now, everybody. <laughs> Everything's all right. We are not crazy. Yeah. Uh, no, but there, uh, you know, I think because we've talked about him so much, now we we have this sort of genuine interest and in, uh, uh, in 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 their lives, in his life, and and, and it's just like, they, what are, what are they doing today? Yeah. What are the McCarty's <laughs> doing today? Yeah. Let's catch up with them on social media and see what's up. But there was a funny thing because you know we followed Dax McCarty on Instagram. There was a uh, uh, Lollapalooza was just a day after. Uh, the, the all-star game in yeah, Chicago in fact, on the way to the stadium. You could see them setting it up across the street at like this big park. So obviously a lot of people went to Lollapalooza and Dax McCarty was one of them. Yeah. Uh, and he went with his wife and there was a really, really funny uh, post that, uh, that uh, a picture of him uh, and his wife at Lollapalooza and, and the caption just read, she loves gingers. Yeah. Very fun. Very cute. Very nice. It was like a picture of them, like him, like uh, uh, getting a kiss from her on the cheek. It was very sweet. Being super redheaded. Super. Yeah. He was being as gingers do, you know? Uh, And and so um, I see a comment right under there and, uh, and, and like some kid (laughs) writes, uh, bro, like I'm adding, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, Ricky, bro, she, she loves money. Right. Kind of making as opposed to not ginger, I, not she, just, she loves, she loves money. She loves money, implying that she's with him for the money, for the money. An MLS player, an MLS player, which, right. which unless you're David uh, Villa, Kaká, right? Uh, you know that's not the reason. If you, you started the first half of the MLS All Star Game, I could see that being the case. <laughs> Other than that, I don't think so. so she, he writes, you, "She loves money," and then uh, his wife with the. Uh, Sydney LaRue clapped back. Well, yeah, with the official clap back. <laughs> Cl- clapped back with, uh, bro, he doesn't play for Man U. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Dang. <laughs> it, is, it is a shot at the kid. It is a, a shot, shot at, at, the, at, at, the, at her husband. It is a shot at the MLS. It is everybody's going down. Son, everybody got taken down. <laughs> no one was left alive after that. We all checked for blood. Somehow we're implicated in this. Everybody got taken down a whole notch, a whole couple notches because of that. You're, you are not playing Mrs. McCarty. No. You are. Mrs. McCarty's like, now you know why I can't be sending that. Thank you. I need to be practicing my savageness. <laughs> Imagine she responds with us. It was just like a sort of just a roast, a roast in 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 the thank you note. I mean, would you not be honored? I would. It would be a blessing. The greatest honor of our lives (laughs) would be to be roasted. Uh, So that was that was. just a generally fun thing. It was just, so it was cool to see. But uh, yeah, so we should. But I swear we're leaving the McCarty's alone. That's it. Once this once this short film is released, yes, uh, and and we'll, nothing we'll, more shall be said. Nothing or done. more, and we will we'll remove the shrine from Alexis's apartment. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I mean, what are we going to do with all these fruit bowls? <laughs> uh, but again, yeah, there was uh, so many so many great games, and uh, we should let let's start with. Um, the Derby, the the New York, the New York Derby. This game was insane. I mean, it was the it was it finally lived up to the hype. We like the the but these two New York teams finally needed this kind of game to 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 uh, help with you know building that rivalry, uh, building its like its history, uh, and it, this was just. You know, um, but this is epic. I'm tired of reading and hearing stuff like this because I could not go to the game. <laughs> now, 
I was in Cleveland. So Which, it, it's a compound. Yeah. Uh, I was in Cleveland. Uh, compound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said calm, not compound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say that joke I was just about to make. Anyway, uh, tweet, DM me personally, and I'll tell you what I was going to say. Now, uh, so I got to watch some of it on TV, but what it looked like was the the place was just jam-packed. The energy was insane. Um, but I don't understand why people keep saying this was the match that was needed. This now has officially become a, uh, a derby, not a, just a rivalry. Well, that's, that's not what I said. I mean, it, it's not about it, it giving uh, it, it, it some credibility. I'm just saying. It, no, I mean, they're, they're saying like this was what solidified that that sort of hatred of each other. But what what about it was that? No, I don't. I wouldn't even frame it that way. I, I think it it, it um, solidified its its back and forthness uh, in in its in its uh, a real game that that wasn't one-sided that right. was that where there were lead changes it, it was the it was the first like um game the first derby between the two teams that felt like felt magical i don't even know how to like if either team would have won because they they would have it I, regardless of what team won they would have it would have been from from being down right but what what about it made it so magical oh david villa David Villa was unreal. The hat trick, the hat trick, the just the. It's kind of poetic that his first hat trick is against his biggest rival. Yeah, just the the desire to to win the game. Just the, uh, I thought both teams played really well. I mean, I, I first half possession was on NYCFC where they, they they played their game where they where they just held onto the ball so much more, uh, and then second half Red Bulls were like a little bit more dominant there, uh, but. There was a real like, like you don't know you know you don't exactly know who's gonna win this one. And look, even in the last game at Rebel Arena, New York, NYCFC won two nothing. And even that game, Rebels didn't look great. They didn't look like they they didn't look like they were going to score at any point. Uh, but the honestly, the magic of Bradley Wright Phillips and David Villa both on fire in one game is, I think, what really made it special. Both of those, like honestly somebody check like to see if they have back problems because they both were carrying their team. That's really how <laughs> yeah, it they means. both got broken clavicles <laughs> just having their team on their shoulders. It, it was cool. I mean, look, uh, Bradley Wright Phillips, you know, whatever, like we're obviously we're NYCFC fans. We don't want to see him score, but dude is just a beast, man. He also just, has like, he's, he, it was the same goal twice, essentially. Uh, no, no, no. The well, I mean, he cut it in close. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, near post. Yeah, the first one was that, and uh, Ethan White. And who's your favorite style of goal? Running across, running across, and he but did you shoot early. Yeah, it was great. And yeah. Ethan White went went to like uh, did a, like a he challenged, but he just kind of dove and uh, uh, and 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 Bradley Wright Phillips hit it the other way. So yeah. it, was a, it was a great goal. And the other goal um, was. Across, uh, I forgot who crossed it exactly, but uh, Bradley Wright Phillips in the right place, right time, and yeah, he, I mean, if he's that close, he's he's not going to miss. Speaking of in the right place at the right time, Ben Sweat had that opportunity and just shanked it wide. Yeah, I mean, and uh, he looked like I mean, he looked like it was the end of the world to him. I mean, you could see it on both sides. Both teams really wanted to win this game. I I agree. Emotions I, were all over the place. How was that? How was it from a fan perspective? Uh, intense. I mean, you know, usually in this were there any fights or anything like that? There were no fights. In the, usually in the supporter section, not, no no fights that I saw. I think it was uh, pretty amicable in, in general the entire night. But um, the usually the supporter section there's uh there's usually space. There's usually like 
a, a couple like you know you're not usually cramped yeah and that it was the complete opposite it was just full like if you move like and a couple of people complained about this they went to like get a beer and their spot was gone yeah so and there was nowhere to watch it there, from that point on yeah exactly so it was it's the supporter section specifically was just jam-packed everybody was there uh just a lot of yeah the same chanting so a lot of support uh and at the end of the match, I mean, there was, I mean, there were people literally crying, literally just actual tears of how uh, sort of epic of a game that was for them. To, for me, to, 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 like when I saw people crying, I'm like, all right, we'll come, we'll come down. It's a bit much. It's a bit much. <laughs> it's just a- Everybody relax. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of a little skeptical, but it didn't take away from, uh, you know, I didn't want to be dismissive of like how uh kind of you know important and magical of a, of a evening that was i mean what david villa did was something i think most uh mls players in the history of mls could not do he was insane he just uh, it, like the, his second goal which really was kind of that was incredible it, it, to beat how many defenders how many <laughs> how many defenders the entire team four, four defenders to beat robles near post also where Robles got a hand on Robles, it, but, but he hit it with so much base, so much force. Yeah, that uh, that he just he, I, I, Robles obviously would want that one back and do something better with it. And but, a good goalkeeper, very but, good goalkeeper. But for the balls for Villa to to get through all those defender and also shoot near post so accurately, like I, I honestly think Robles didn't expect the the, right. the shot near post. Uh, and yeah, he was he, just Villa was unreal, and a great moment was. The, the first goal, which was a, I think, a, 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 it might have been Zizo, Zal Zizo, that, that was trying to clear it. Ring gets in the way of the shot. Yeah, Ring sort of bounces it back. And there was like another chance where uh, David Villa had a bit of a, of a fast break. Yeah. But, and um, it, it sort of uh, Robles stopped it. But, but th- that first goal was amazing because if, uh, if you see, if you look at the replay, once it hits off of Ring and Villa has the fast break, he's one-on-one Robles. Just not even like when he's one on one with Robles and uh, like where he's in the box. Literally, as soon as the ball bounces off a ring and he's and ring sees that Villa is has the ball and he's gonna get an opportunity to shoot. Ring is already celebrating. I don't know if you see, if, you, if you look at this replay, Ring is already celebrating before v- Villa is even near the 18-yard box. Because he knows. He knows. And that's to, to have that kind of confidence and comfort, that, that's how you know this player is just a, a, just a cut above the rest. And a, a real special player, too, because they see him in practice. They're like, oh, yeah, there's no chance in hell. He's going <laughs> to miss this. He's also 35 years old, so it's not like a guarantee that he's just going to outrun a, a, you know, a Is he 35 already? I believe so, yeah. How, I mean, look that up real quick, because I don't think so. I, and how is he playing? <laughs> how is he playing at this? I mean, he has literally put his put this team on his back multiple times this season. Yeah, he's born in 1981. He's 35. Wow. Yeah. Hey, to, to, to be that certain. To, and it's a little, it's it screamed a little bit of uh, the Swaggy P three-pointer, that gif where yeah. he shoots and he just, he's out celebrating before he goes in. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Was a li- it was a little like uh, uh, a bit presumptuous to to just be like, oh, he got this. The ball bounces off his chest. He turns and looks at the supporters and gives them three, <laughs> three, the number three. For, we got three points right now, son. We done. Just uh, blow. Yo, ref, why are you blowing the whistle? I'm the homie, hit that 90 minute. We good. <laughs> You saw what's about to happen. 
<laughs> what do you mean you saw what was about to happen? You saw what's about to happen. He's just a, How just can a, we see what's about to happen? You saw what's about Alex to happen. Alex Ring is just an oracle. He yeah. just know. But that that was uh ball I mean ballsy and just cool. I mean the the kind of swag yeah. uh, and uh, and confidence. Maybe a little disrespectful leaning on that, but when 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 V is one on one with anybody I mean, you're probably gonna lose there. That's and didn't I know? Um, I know what's his face. Uh, Jesse Marsh had switched up the tactics a bit. They went to a three. They were like they, two one they were, two one I think kind of a thing. They, they might have been decimals in that formation. Yeah. Three point four. Yeah. <laughs> like it made no. Sense. I didn't know what they were doing. But I know he switched up the tactics. He tries to keep it. You know, they don't really have wing backs because they keep it very con- compact. Yeah. They don't really run up the wings. They just have like forward racing backs. I guess you would call them. Yeah. Kamar Lawrence is obviously good up front, and he knows. Yeah, but they doing. but they cut in. They don't really go onto the wings. They really keep everything compact. Mm-hmm. Warrior stays up pretty close. Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure what their formation is, but. I know that three teams ahead of them couldn't figure it out. You know, the, that formation switch was a big change for that. Sure. For the Rebels, they played very well after that. And for one of the things that I think frustrated me the most was NYCFC was kind of playing long ball at the beginning. Yeah. It was, they, very, it was, it was very hard to understand. Very, like, I'm like, wait, wait a minute. This is very opposite of what we normally do. Yeah, very much. Even in the second half, they were doing it a lot. And it seemed uh, it, it seemed like they, were, they weren't going to get any... They weren't creating any, like, great opportunities in the second half. It did come across... At first, I was like, oh, okay, Vieira's out masterminding this new formation. You know, he seemed, he figured sure, out. Sure. But then also, it also came across as a bit desperate. It did look like way, but when Kyrie Shelton came back, uh, he finally back in the lineup, and he he got subbed on. And once they started doing the long ball with, with uh, Ugo, Sean Okoli, Okoli yeah. and, and Shelton, when they were in there, then if they were able to control the ball a little bit more. But with Villa, Jonathan Lewis... Uh, yeah, that's like and a, Harrison. It's a, it's a little yeah, bit that tougher. average height is like five eleven there. So yeah, yeah. So they were they were having a tough time, but you know, I mean, we can't. We, we sort of have to discuss uh, Salzizo because he he did get sent off. Uh, he got he got the which fir- by the way we gave to the Red Bulls. We gave Salzizo to the to the Red Bulls. Yeah, for the Ryan Mira. Ryan uh, Mira. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. I just remember that that's right, the loan. Yeah, so we gave him to him, and boy, did he give something back to NYCFC. <laughs> good, good looking out, Sal. Yeah. Hi, right, Sal. You remember? You remember where your bread's buttered? <laughs> but Sal, I mean, uh, they they had to make uh, a, a couple of changes. Obviously, Danny Roar got injured, uh, and I think he hyperextended his knee. Yeah, uh, so he left early in the game, and that you know that was obviously a huge knock. It means they're arguably, arguably their second best player. Yeah, um, a lot of goals that guy's got this year. Um. And and I think that it kind of changed things up. Uh, Alex Mule uh, came in, and then uh, um, Sal Zizo came in, and he was well. No, Zizo started. Sorry, yeah, Mule came in, but Zizo uh, he was he was responsible for the the penalty because he kicked Villa in the face, and that and that was a, another uh, video review was used for that to to determine the yellow. Yeah, uh, because I w- so that was where I was standing. You know, Via Via was like coming Come right towards, towards you, me. Yeah. So, I, I do I I don't know if he kicked him in the like I, I could not He kicked the ball into his face, but, the but it was, foot a high, was so high. The up, foot yeah. was a high boot. So uh, in the box, in the box. So what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, so that it is what it, initially when they were doing the video review, I'm like, oh, they might not give him the penalty. Uh, that 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 could have crossed my mind, and then I'm like, oh well, but if he calls anything, any yeah. foul. Then it's a then it's already a penalty. But Zizo, uh, apparently he's like the he's he's not really the starting center back, and uh, there were a lot of complaints about 
about him. Uh, and he also filed none from NYCFC no, players. They were very happy with his yeah. play. <laughs> so he gets red carded. Yeah, after he the sees two yellows, or yeah, so he gets a red. Yeah, and uh, he also, I think, the second penalty or the second foul was uh, obviously one yellow for the penalty, and then the uh, the other yellow was when he, I guess, just tripped up uh, Maxi Morales. No, no, he he fouled Young Herrera. They were it was like a fifty, it was like a 70, 70 30 ball, uh, and Herrera got it. And uh, Zizo fouls him. Uh, and, and that's towards the end of the game. But again, uh, the Rebels had so many great chances. Uh, they, I, it could I, I was uh, telling a bunch of people, I'm like, this game could have gone either way, but it was just, it was an awesome moment uh, in Yankee Stadium. It, it definitely, obviously, the, the, with, with all the tears and how, how happy people were, I'm like, this was. Uh, a, a memorable game for NYCFC's history. That's right. Especially I, with the, you know, the recent history being so bad against them. So this was uh, great. So we've beaten them twice this twice year. Twice this so year. Far. And the next one is uh, August 25th at Rebel Arena. And there were a couple uh, other great moments in this game uh, that people were tweeting out. The, the, the ball boys, the ball kids had a very big influence in this game. Uh, they had a great game. They had a great, I mean, especially I mean, on the penalty. They are, they are, uh, the, the ball kids are at the top of the power rankings in MLS. What people don't realize is Pirlo shaved and that's him, <laughs> that's him back there. So, if you, so people have been tweeting this. Uh, if you haven't seen, I think we may have retweeted one. I don't remember. But, uh, and and uh, this was a cool moment because people started sharing their favorite like ball kid moments, yeah. right? Uh, and I love I love when this happens because so if you don't know, obviously the the uh, the ball kid is the one outside the touchline who when the ball goes out and the and the player can't reach the ball, they give them a new ball. Yeah, and they they generally wear like neon yellow or pink. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and there was a there was a couple great opportunities for for them to really influence the game in this one, and you can tell that the kids were like clearly rooting for NYCFC, right? And had had a, a vested interest in their success, and they. Uh, there was a great moment when the ball was going out of bounds. Uh, so an NYCFC player hit it. It was clearly coming to the ball kid, and he deliberately like just. Got out of the way of the ball, like 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 if he was dodging a bullet, he just moved out of the way and then wa- walked like twenty feet to to chase the ball when he could have just caught it. Uh, yeah. and awesome, just so great to see. There was another moment when the the ball kid when when uh, Villa was taking the penalty, he's he telling started him, telling him, <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go right, he's gonna go right, and he's pointing at it, and he's standing like aside, he's standing to the left of Robles, yeah. Uh, obviously behind Robles is back behind the goal, but he's standing in a way where uh, Robles out or where he can clearly be, can clearly see him and he's doing it and kind of putting his hand away real quick so that he doesn't get in trouble. Yeah. But I, you know, I love these moments. It reminds me of, uh, there was a game. It was a uh, God at this point, it's probably about 10 years ago. I forget who it was, but the ball boys jumping up and down on the sideline. I believe it was the Scottish premier league. I believe it was Rangers for Celtic, but there was a Celtic fan. It was a ball boy who was um, just jumping up and down, jumping up and down, trying to get, them to encourage them to get another goal and um, the ball goes out of bounds he grabs it and he one arm throws it to the guy on the sideline end of the match he grabs the ball and tosses it in and because it was almost like the run of play was still going on like yeah. it was a, it was a clear counter attack they had all this space and he gives them the ball before the defender is able to get up again and they were able to continue the attack yeah so it's yeah. like he helped 
and the kid's like jumping up and going nuts and everyone like the player runs over to him and he gives him a big hug and then you think about when Mourinho fired one of the ball boys remember that because he didn't give him the ball fast enough yeah, at Chelsea yeah, yeah, yeah. so like these ball kids have an opportunity to really influence the game <laughs> yeah there was a, there was another moment after a, uh, a goal kick for Robles that the the kid the Robles is about to he goes to the ball kid to get the ball and the kid goes over the stand and 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 places the ball on the ground instead of just handing it to Robles he literally like this this happens when you when we you play basketball right yeah. when it's like you're in an intense game you put the ball down you, instead of checking it and, and and bouncing it to, to you know to the to your opponent right. you just put yo here here's the ball you go you get yeah, it you get it son <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah. Like, I was just like yo this is badass I, I, love, I don't know who the new ball boy director is but he's gully <laughs> as hell and I love it I love every second of it and yeah this is that's a little bit of New York attitude though yeah like, man it's like are we playing this game at the Rucker you know what I mean like, <laughs> great yeah those kids are just yeah they're just keeping it real man they're I like, love it uh, and and OD after after pe- people were tweeting it and sort of sharing their uh, favorite like ball kid moments like that and there was a one with the ball with a ball boy uh, with Ronaldo I, I don't even know where this was it must have been in Spain I think uh, he he go he it's a throw in. He goes to the ball boy to go get the ball, and literally the kid looks him right in the face and just throws the ball like twelve feet away. But he like he's <laughs> he, like he's handing it to him, and yeah, Ronaldo yeah. goes to grab it, and he just flicks his wrist and throws the ball. He's like, nah. but still making eye contact with Ronaldo. That is that is uh, the, the official Cooligans ball boy. Right there. That is ballsy. oh my god, that was so funny. I love those things. They they have the opportunity to influence the game in such a beautiful way. And I know that some people are like, oh, but they shouldn't be involved. Now that's kind of a that's kind of like what makes this game so special is these little things that can affect a lot you yeah. know what i mean it's part that's it's, it's home field advantage i mean that's yeah. that's part of it there was another game i cannot remember who it was i believe it was in the championship in the english championship where at the end of the match i think the ball boys like i think somebody got in trouble for this the ball boys were instructed to kick a second ball or to throw a second ball onto the pitch yeah yeah so that the keeper on the on the uh on the free kicks would have to be like Oh Jesus! You know, like having sure, to chase sure. one away, yeah, just, just to more, waste more time. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> you got to think of everything, dude. If you're not trying, you ain't you ain't winning. <laughs> if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying to win. I'm sorry to say it. Yeah, uh, you know me. I love uh, a good and you, scam. And you're just quoting Bill Belichick, so that's not even. Look at that. That's not bad. <laughs> Alexis is the big tuna in this situation. Uh, once again, you know, rubbing is racing. Okay, <laughs> you got to get in there. I don't know any other ones. That's it. That's all I got. Um, so yeah, a bunch of other. What was the other one? Uh, another. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say if uh, if you have any other great ball boy moments, ball girl moments, ball kid moments, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whoever the kids identify. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Send us, send us to that. Uh, and once again, if Tropic Sounders is listening, we're talking specifically of the kids on the side of the pitch <laughs> that will throw the ball back into the play. Not what you're thinking of when we say ball boy or ball girl. <laughs> I don't even know what you're referring to. Oh, I'm sure he has a, a gift that, that astonishes all. <laughs> So uh, let's. Uh, so speaking of Tropic Sounders, how about uh, and uh, we'll talk about the Seattle Sounders a little bit. They played against uh, the uh, Minnesota United, yes, and, and they uh, they yeah they it was a throwback Thursday to uh, to early March when uh, when Tropic Sounders when I'm sorry when, when Minnesota, uh, Minnesota was losing by a whole lot. Uh, they continue that trend. You thought those days were over, and Adrian he just like now nah, let's give them a little let's kick it old school today. <laughs> they uh, they got just wild, man. They I mean they. Tough, tough. Tough match. Uh, Seattle, you know, is it is it one of those things of like, did Seattle look good or did Minnesota look bad? Seattle was missing starters too. I mean, I know 
you know, the big issue was like, you know, Toronto. Everyone's talking about how like Toronto didn't have four starters and they beat NYCFC 4 0. No, uh, Dempsey didn't play. Dempsey scored two goals. Did he? Why do I think Dempsey didn't play? <laughs> I don't know. I Jordan Morris scored, Will Bruin scored, and, and Dempsey and scored, scored two. the other two. All right, never mind. <laughs> right, Literally, everyone uh, I think was, I'm was all these attending. Mixed up. I, I swear, <laughs> I thought All Star was like three weeks ago. I'm all messed up. Yeah, well, uh, they, yeah. Well, Joven Jones didn't play no he played. He, played, he played quite well yeah too. quite well <laughs> they oh so, 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 well, we can talk about Jovan Jones Jovan Jones just uh, he uh, uh, they announced that he's going to be going to uh, Germany he's going to be playing for Darmstadt yeah Darmstadt is having a bit of an issue with the uh, transfer though I don't know if you know this because oh, they no. can't figure out what Tam is so <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like we have cash how about what? just regular money <laughs> I don't how do I you sure you don't just want a check <laughs> yeah. how about a target allocated check would that work can we give you an Amazon gift yeah. card we just really want Jovan on our yeah. team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. We'll go to the store. We'll buy you something of the same value. And you can have that. Just a little barter for, yeah. for, for Joven. Please just give us Joven's job. A, a, a lot of Sounders fans are very, very sad. Joven just... As they should be. He's he's a very good player. As a, as a fan of MLS, I am uh, also very sad to see Joven Jones uh, go. I think uh, he's great for the league. He's just such a uh, dynamic player. And it's just how many outside of the boot assists he's going to get. I mean, they're just, awesome yeah. to, they're just awesome to see. And how many people that play as far back as he does have as many goals as he does. I know, man. He's, Where would Seattle be without him? We're about to find out. Yeah, he has. Uh, he's something on like ten assists for the, on the season, something yeah. like that. Uh, for for a defend for a defender, that's insane. Yeah, that was. Uh, you know, Hairston last year was that way. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously, but not that that type of uh, results though. I mean, that's he's a very very efficient player, uh, and he's someone you want. And uh, Trinidad International. So it's not like you know it's helping our national team to have him play elsewhere. This is. Just, uh, you know, CONCACAF, leveling up. Yeah, know? man. They, uh, Although it is two Bundesliga, you know, but, uh, you know, he's a great player. So I'm sure was, he'll play his way into this the This was a, a, a match uh, uh, between the two Trinidadian players, Kevin Molino and uh, uh, and Jovan Jones. Were, That's right. Uh, on steel opposite. drum versus steel drum. <laughs> roti double versus roti double. <laughs> weary, weary pepper sauce versus weary, weary pepper sauce. <laughs> wow, that's a, tongue, that's a tongue twister. It's very difficult to say, <laughs> especially for me. I don't know what weary, weary... What weary weary? You said it right. It's a weary weary pepper. It's a pepper. Little, it's a little tiny pepper that um, uh, every Trinidadian household makes a red pepper sauce out of, and it is pure fire. By the way, I have some in my fridge. It's so hot you can't put it in a plastic container because it'll eat through the container. Oh yeah, you have to put I, it in I glass. Definitely want that in my stomach. Well, lining. that's what I was just going to suggest. <laughs> Why don't you try some live on the? Oh no, I mean that's <laughs> what a great suggestion. Come and, on, and and really. I'm glad that we put this suggestion box here for such <laughs> suggestions such as these. Actually, that's just a paper shredder. <laughs> no. Why don't you do that? Why don't you try it? We'll put that on Cooligan's uh, social media, maybe. Oh, uh, something that was just going to make me sick? Yeah. Oh, no, nothing. I love it. I, I love this stuff. I think it's incredible. <laughs> uh, Cur- yeah, Kirby yeah. can do it. Kirby will eat some, but no, we, everybody <laughs> wants to see Christian try this. Wow, everybody. Yeah, everybody yeah. wants to see I you love <laughs> The streets is just really Let's demanding. See. Orlando City fans, thank you for <laughs> keeping uh, Kyle Lair in there. But... <laughs> Everyone else. Everyone else wants to see you sweat. Okay. Uh, if uh, I don't think they do, but... Uh, okay, how about this? Tweet at us. If well, we get if, at least one tweet that says you... Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, the, 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 good thing you set the bar so high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we again, you know, we're here for what our if fans any, want. If anybody even likes just any random tweet, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that will suggest like that anything. you d- definitively want Christian to how do this. How about this? In the next six seconds, if anyone in the world blinks, <laughs> Christian's going to have to eat this entire jar. Well, well, I guess. I mean, I mean it's really you been... A, it's, well, by the way, guys, Christian just blinks. So. It's, it's been about 
uh, uh, about four billion people just blinked. So I, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, they clearly won. <laughs> I mean, we got to fly you to Trinidad and try this stuff. <laughs> so yes, two Trinidadian players. Sorry to make it about food. Two Trinidadian players. Uh, oh, and we got our first tweet already. <laughs> we got our first tweet from Kirby. It says at Chris Polanco and at Soccer Cooligans eat the sauce. Yeah, wow. It's almost well, as if Kirby's uh, in the room with us listening to this. Uh, you know, uh, obviously his soul is with what <laughs> everything the Cooligans are doing because he clearly uh, wants us to get done. So if we get at least one more tweet from anyone else after the show is live uh we will make you eat that sauce <laughs> so uh yeah but again seattle was incredibly dominant and it was pretty cool there was a, a little bit of road trip uh of a road trip for uh tropic sounders that's right the unholy meeting uh, yeah and kale parker finally united Kale's had a hell of a week yeah she meets the cooligans she, she meets tropic sounders that's right and I'm sure after the Tropic Sounders one, there was need maybe a restraining order. Yeah, has to be uh, clearly. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, can you can you file a restraining order for too many gifs? Yeah, is that yeah. possible? I think it is. <laughs> See, I switched to gif because you said it's gif. Now you went. I never. I've never said gif. It's always been gif. Oh. The guy who invented it calls it gif, so that's what it's called. All right. Well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> We've literally done this on this podcast three times, but I literally, I keep saying GIF because I'm like, oh, he's going to make fun of me if I say GIF. Well, it's GIF. So I, I don't make fun of you for saying GIF. I've not, I never have. A lot of people Maybe call you it. should. <laughs> <laughs> Just Start a, shaming. We need to shame more. Teach you a lesson. Uh, but yeah, great game from Seattle. They uh, obviously, yeah, Morris, I think gets his third goal of the season. And you uh, after he scored, he scored the, the sec, uh, third goal. And once, and when, after, he, after he scored that goal, he was clearly uh, o- over it, over the drought. He was just like, like, fine, like, finally, he didn't celebrate. He was just like, let's, all right, hopefully this can keep going. Right. It just sounded like somebody dropped a coin in a bucket. It was like, he's like, good enough for me. Yeah. Let's uh, move on. Uh, well, Money in the bank. I, I know uh, Jordan Morris gets a, a bit of a knock for not really having a, a much of a left foot. Uh, and that's, that's a sort of big issue with him. And uh, it was, I feel like it was more noticeable in this game. He had a couple of crosses that were like pretty weak, uh, just, or, or like, you know, I know I'm this way when I play and I'm not comparing myself to Jordan Morris. Right. <laughs> Thank you for saying that because I'm I just, just be about to jump there. Very clear. Uh, but I know that. I know how you're feeling, Jordan. Sometimes <laughs> when I play on Sunday with so three other comedians. <laughs> I, uh, but I know that they, my inclination is never to go on my left foot because I know how just uh, like, I mean, it's like, it's a, it's like a, a fusilli pasta. Kind yeah. of, it's, it's like just, it shouldn't even be. There. It's just it's a lot of spaghetti there. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a useless, it's a useless foot. It's, yeah. it's not going to get, why are you here? It's not going to get anything done. You're here to plant so I can kick with my right foot <laughs> and that's it. And, and uh, my, so my inclination is not to use my left foot or prepare any shot with my left foot. And I feel like Jordan Morris kind of does the same thing where he, he doesn't, uh, when, when compared to when you see like uh, just a world-class player like Jovinko or Villa uh, and you see how they, how comfortable, like you can't even tell that they're, they're that, that what, what, like if they're right-footed or left-footed. Yeah. But I will say though, when it comes to like someone like a Villa or Jovinko, uh, you would say their, their other foot is their weak foot, right? Yeah. You would yeah. call it that. For Jordan Morris, it's the no foot. It's just, there's <laughs> nothing there. There's nothing there. He doesn't, he doesn't want to use it. You can clearly tell. And it, it, it has and when he does use it and it goes badly, he looks up like, you guys want me to do this? I, <laughs> I keep telling you, I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's clearly a thing that he's so fast and he has, he's going to have so many opportunities, but it, it is one of those things where, you know, uh, you know, in basketball, it's like when, you know, a player is so dominant, you know, with Kobe for his first couple of years, they're like, just 
Block, don't don't let him go right. Yeah, don't, don't let him go right. And that's and that's I think that's kind of what's happening with Jordan Morris, and that's why he's having kind of uh, you know kind of that that slump this year because people are just like don't let him shoot with his right. Right, like Messi, try to get him on the right foot. That's what they keep saying. Yeah, but, but like that matters. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, it's like playing poker though. Just increase the odds. Yeah, you're just that's all you're hoping to do. Exactly. So uh, yeah, uh, but a great game, and, and there was a road trip, and they were uh, the Tropic Sounders crew were all. In uh, where they were after the goals, they, they they would be on camera. Yeah, uh, you know, I was just hoping like they they just would weren't doing anything illegal <laughs> yeah. after, after a goal. Every time that the camera comes, I'm like, should I look? <laughs> should I look? I love uh, Kale. Kale, she had tweeted out um, uh, something about like, hey, can uh, can we go back in time when uh, nobody knew how short I was? Yeah, <laughs> because now she actually was meeting all these people that she would normally just talk to on Twitter, and she is a tiny human being. <laughs> she's, a, yeah. she's small. She's small. So that's yeah. fine. Uh, so. Uh, I, and I think uh, uh, Tropic Sounders, uh, Christy had made a, a joke about, uh, do you remember when I uh, uh, put you on my shoulder after that, after some goal, I <laughs> yeah. which is very plausible. Yeah, no, everything, <laughs> everything that happens, everything he tweets, I'm like, ah, there's a chance. There's a chance. This, <laughs> this is, is true. This is very, very real. Yeah, this may be a confession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this might, this might come up in the <laughs> testimony. Right, right. There's all evidence. Uh, uh, Your Honor, I would like to... Uh, uh, show this tweet as exhibit A. Yeah. <laughs> and this tweet is exhibit B. And then this tweet is exhibit 17 hours later. I guess this one's AA. Uh, <laughs> also, just uh, make sure you hit play because that is a GIF. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Seattle is in, they're currently in uh, in fourth place. The Western Conference. Which, in, by the way, think, remember how bad uh, Seattle's beginning of the, of the year was? Yeah. And they've had. And here they are. I think they were, it's like uh, six or seven uh unbeaten i think something like that uh, can schmetzer do it again can he i think uh, yeah with with the with the season that they're having and even with the introduction and by it, i mean disrespect me <laughs> yeah well yeah he's gonna he's, clearly he's gonna put he's out on the phone with Nemanja Nem- 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 nicholas he's like, gonna see him he's gonna nail seeing him <laughs> he's gonna nail that year after year <laughs> <laughs> the hall of fame disrespecting me but the western conference uh even though seattle's enforced Fourth place, they're tied. Uh, four teams are, uh, are are sitting on 34 points. Uh, the Dynamo, FC Dallas, uh, Timbers, and Sounders. Uh, and overall, the Western Conference is incredibly, incredibly tight. Uh, uh, even Vancouver, which is in seventh. Yeah, and Kansas City isn't running away with it either. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, uh, the points per game are tight as hell too. So it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be tough. I don't know who's gonna uh, sort of sneak into the playoffs. I honestly think San Jose might not make it in uh, and Vancouver might get that spot because the, the, from the, the Real Salt Lake is five points back from seventh place Vancouver and they're, they're on 31 and San Jose 32 San Jose been uh, kind of inconsistent, but Vancouver, yeah, they've gotten some pretty good results. They beat NYCFC a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so I think that's how it might end, but um, we'll see. I'm not sure if Schmetzer can do it again, but if he can, I mean, this guy's a legend. Uh, is the last. Yeah, if he does it again, if he wins the MLS, oh, sure, again. sure, yeah. The people, yeah, they'll be pretty proud of him. He's gonna come out with like a, a tight fade, just singing back to back. <laughs> I would love to see that. Oh my god, would that not be the best? <laughs> uh, so let's talk about um, Seattle Sounders' former coach, uh, Siggy Schmidt, who uh, now uh, over at LA Galaxy, yeah, and they went, uh, they were over, which at- by the way, shouts to Portland Timbers. Oh yeah, for what? oh for the most savage. Yeah, this is, this is becoming and, and 
Uh, the little there's there's but, like there's they did, on the field derbies and now there's Twitter derbies. But and, but we know why Portland did this. Obviously, this to, is retribution. Retribution. A little, a little bit of revenge for the that bang 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 that shooting star shooting stars meme. Oh jeez, I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Getting phone calls. Super professional. Uh, yeah, everything you, here is very professional. You know how we do. That's my mother, and I'm not picking up. <laughs> okay, yo, yo, Alexis. Say hi to your mother for me. What are you, what's going on? All right, let's go outside. What's <laughs> <laughs> going on? Uh, but Siggy Schmidt, yeah, did go uh, to Portland, uh, L.A., uh, playing there, and they ended up losing this game 3-1. to one. L.A. having uh, kind of crap, crap season, and uh, it, did, it did not. Yeah, Siggy, Siggy is not. Ziggy, whatever. However Siggy, uh, Siggy, Ziggy Marley. Ziggy <laughs> Marley. Uh, not helping. That should not be your, although he probably knows a lot about soccer uh, from his dad, but that's I don't think Schmidt makes the big difference. I don't know that I don't know that he has enough time. Yeah, I don't think so either. They they LA obviously they they were dealing with a lot of injuries. Uh they have a new, you know, Jonathan Dos Santos is uh, uh just arrived and he hasn't really acclimated uh with the team just yet. They they look bad. Get the Dos Santos uncle or get somebody else from the Dos Santos family in there. <laughs> just, because yeah, I mean, you know, LA Galaxy helps the ratings. Uh for whom? For the MLS. Do you think so? Yeah. I mean, this major uh, market. You got to have the major market. In sure. There. I mean, look, I, uh, you know, I, I'll keep in touch with like the LA Galaxy Twitter and I see what's going on. And LA Galaxy fans are not happy. Season ticket holders are on the verge of hopping on LAFC. So it's a shame that that's all it takes. Well, but, but let, okay, but let's talk about the, the the video that that Portland did make. So yeah, so Portland made a sketch essentially, and it was fire. It was hilarious. It yeah, was it very was, clever. It looked like an old episode of the Cosmos uh, yes. show. Yes. Um. So it looked. It was shot very well. High production value for this. I mean, it, it, you know, where's the money coming for this? <laughs> you know, the rookies are making sixty thousand dollars a year. You guys spent half of that on this. Yeah, they like sketch. They, they just like take away meals from the rookies. And yeah, like, this no. was a Portlandia sketch. Is what it was. It was very very funny. And it, uh, it, was, it was like an old. And he was talking about the galaxy. So he was instead of the soccer team, it was like sort of the, the actual galaxy. Yeah, it was like Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just like a scientist talking about the cosmos and talking about. And you know, one of the stars that slipped he said was stevie g a it was sg8 very funny uh yeah and then uh, there was one if you notice zi something it was slatan ibrahimic started coming to the galaxy and then it went away real quick <laughs> it was just everything about it was so well, well done well done it was clearly i think after they did the meme uh the the shooting stars meme uh clearly portland was like all right when is this game yeah they were like all right editing team right uh you know i, I don't know if they hired hello fred armison fred armison yeah. can we get your writing team out of here <laughs> because that it was incredibly clever well produced so funny uh and also great that they also like smashed them too yeah uh that's always great i mean double savage yeah because you know we saw Orlando and Atlanta and Atlanta putting up the billboard outside of uh, Orlando City Stadium and then going in and winning. This is MLS 3.0. Yeah. Is where we're just, you know, getting at each other. All clubs get at each other. This is great. It's great. Yeah. Because I, I know, uh, didn't LA Galaxy get some, a, a little bit of heat for, from the, from the league about yeah. the meme? And we, we were pretty vocal about saying, please don't punish them. Yeah. This is what the fans want. And yeah. I think. That Portland wasn't paying attention to. Any- <laughs> Would you get in trouble for? Watch this. <laughs> the hold my beer. They were, they were, they were like, uh, oh, two wrongs make a right. Okay. Well, we'll do six. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, imagine how much right we can make. <laughs> If we make this big of a wrong, oh my god! The, uh, my favorite moment from the video was the 
uh, the end of it where they just completely drop the joke. And uh, they just start shitting on the other <laughs> galaxy. Yeah. They just like, oh, they were like, whatever. Well, here comes a new galaxy called the LA, LAFC. And they actually have the LAFC logo. The logo. I, I mean, they're like, yeah, we're, we're not we're not trying to tie this together anymore. <laughs> there was like. You get what we're doing here. No, right, uh, uh, you know, there, there was no like. Uh, subtlety. Subtlety behind anything. No. But the, literally the end of the, the thing. Uh, the end of the video is like, and it also doesn't make any sense that they call, that it's called the Los Angeles Galaxy when it's clearly in Carson. Boom, end of video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just whatever. Just a here's a LA Galaxy slam. Yeah, yeah. Bam. <laughs> Your team sucks. Suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> off. Yeah, like at first it starts off like in like sepia tone. It looks yeah. like an old piece of uh, you know, uh, video, like an old piece of film or something. Yeah, it looks like a, they're they're about to tell everybody to duck and cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hide under the table, kids, because that nuclear bomb will catch you. And uh, all of a sudden, yeah, towards the end of the video, he's like, yeah, by the way, uh, you didn't even got play. Like, yeah, <laughs> where's your DPs at, dog? Like, it's like all totally different. Also, I banged your mother. Yeah, Peace. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her I said what's up. <laughs> Sorry, her pee burns. I'm out. You know? <laughs> It was very. It was yeah, very uh, Usher was hosting the yeah. video. <laughs> oh god! Well, then sorry for your dad too. Uh, hey, listen, it's part of the trial or whatever, part of the paperwork. Uh, but yeah, it was great. And uh, what a goal! We got to talk about Diego Valeri, who uh, who we who we met obviously at at MLS All Star. But what a fabulous goal! You cannot give him space anywhere on the field. Just surreal, man. I mean, he's like, what, you, what do you mean I can't curl this into the net from here? That's essentially how he plays. <laughs> it was a, it was As a, if someone just told him, you can't do that. It was a long pass, uh, a great touch to to kind of direct it towards towards goal. Yeah. And Brian Rowe, I don't know. I know Brian Rowe is not the, like the tallest goalkeeper in the world but but he's got ups yeah he got up yeah yeah he can get up there he's i mean he's he's earned he's earned that job and obviously having uh clement diop in there would be a nightmare anyway anything's better than clement <laughs> diop yeah um but brian rowe in in that shot it was just so perfectly placed a great curler hit it hit with so much force no one could have stopped no that. one could have stopped it but but brian rowe also he looked like he was as tall as jovinko with that shot like yeah. reaching for it it's like you there's no way you're getting that ball yeah, it's like when you toss a ball to a little kid and it's really far from them but they still like kind of fall to try to grab it yeah it's kind of what it looked like we're like oh that was cute <laughs> yeah it's like uh you know uh like a uh, a short wide receiver, like I mean, they they can be good. Right, right, like, right. Uh, I mean, the Jets used to have like Wayne Corbett and like uh, uh, Julian Edelman now and stuff like that. Yeah. Who who short guys that are not known for like they're not going to dive and reach out for the ball. And yeah. when they do, it's like, oh, good try, but you're not, you know, you, you're not Odell Beckham Jr. Exactly. Uh, and that's sort of what Bro looked like a, a, a tiny wide receiver uh, reaching for a ball that was meant for like a Terrell Owens, right. Know? So I, I thought that would be a more like bi- like a, a great analogy, but nobody was impressed. No, we were all like, <laughs> we kind of knew you were going to go tall there for a second. Yeah, you know. But yeah, it, it was a, a great shot, and uh, and then um, the the uh, the goal from Alvis Powell, first goal I think in like four years. <laughs> Alvis Powell's not known for scoring goals. He He's, hit that ball so hard that he didn't even know where it was going. Well, he said in the in the post game interview, there was uh he, he when they were asking him about the goal, they were congratulating for him uh, him for it. He was just like, uh, uh, you know, I just uh, I just closed my eyes and hit it as hard as I could. <laughs> he literally said that. And that's for 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 some center backs to be in that position. I mean, he's not he's not a wing back. He's a center back. 
He's a center back. When he got the ball back, if you didn't watch, Fernando Adi dragged the defender away from goal and backheeled it over to um, Powell. Yeah. And Powell was, there was no other choice for Powell but to shoot. Yeah. and uh, So he was like, oh, all right, I guess I got to give this a go. You know what I mean? Blasted it to the... To when the- center backs score, it's usually on headers, on dead balls. You know what I mean? It's not in yeah. this situation. And he literally wound up as hard <laughs> as he could. He basically... Did a sort of a, a um, you know, a, a goal kick yeah. into the goal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he hit it as hard as Thibaut Courtois at the in the in the FA Cup. Uh, I mean, in the Community Shield uh, final. That's like that's kind of <laughs> yes. like, like he hit it with that much force, but just way more accurate. Uh, yeah, it was great. I, I love the because we don't know Alvis Powell for that. That's not what he does. He's he's the Heisman Trophy mushing you. Uh, that's his that's his game. He's he's not known for being that close to goal and getting such a great shot on goal. Right. Incredibly impressive. So, yeah, Portland, uh, obviously, yeah, keeping up with keeping up with Seattle. But that was a. Easily one of their better games. They've been having they've been struggling uh, for a couple weeks and they haven't been too, too consistent. But uh, I mean, this is the time now. Where they've put themselves in position. This isn't one of those things where, uh, you know, they're they're so out of it. But if they catch fire, they're in the position to, to be in the playoffs. Uh, but it's right now who's ever in, like, I would say in the top eight in each side. Like, you have to sort of, or like in maybe in the top seven. Right now is the time to start to catch fire. And Seattle kind of dangerously looks like they're those, they're that team. Yeah, they might be that. And, they, and they're, they're better where they are now than they were at this point last season. Right, yeah. So that's like... Probably something to be a bit positive about because I know since Dempsey came, you know, came back and there's, you know, he didn't really get to play with Odero that much, right? Uh, and and they th- still haven't really completely figured that out. Either. Yeah, and but we're we're getting closer to that that real sort of chemistry. So yeah, we are. Hopefully that works out. And um, uh, one more game that we should talk about: uh, Chicago Fire against New England Revolution. We were in Chicago, and a lot of people were excited about this game. Uh, just because uh, Chicago, I think uh, they, I think they lost their last game. Uh, they just they they they, they did lose the game before the All Star break. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they haven't been as dominant as the as they were uh, early in the season, but they look like they're like adjusting and getting back to form. But crazy game, uh, and I I love these games because anytime New England plays, you know you're going to see goals. New England is just not for long though. Kai Kamara wants to go bye bye. No, no, no. I'm talking. You're going to see goals against them. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are. Well, then maybe that'll continue. Yeah, they are so uh, terribly like they're so terrible uh, defensively. I mean, what's their goals allowed? New England, are 38 goals. They're second Yo. in the league. Uh, Wait, who's letting more goals than them? Oh, no, no, uh, Minnesota. They're third. Columbus actually allowed 39. I mean, Columbus having a bad season, man. Yeah, but they're in the they're in uh, they're that, in sixth listen, place. That whole thing's going to fall apart. I can't. I can't. You know, they got. They got a lot. Higuain is getting older. You know what I mean. The, the team is not playing well. No one's going to the games. Yeah. Cincinnati FC is tripling their <laughs> their attendance. What's going on over there? Yeah. They gotta. They gotta figure some and stuff. That thing, that thing was like a. That thing was like a World Cup final when the two of them played. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the but but uh, New England they just they have so many issues defensively and I I I love watching games against them because there's always it's always like a, a, a scrap and there's always going to be a bunch of goals. But they lost this one. Uh, they lost four to one. And I, and I think the, the, the big takeaway of this game, I mean, there was a, there, Juninho got his first goal, uh, right. for, for, for the team, which was cool. And I know the, the, a lot of people talk about how he's not very happy because he's on the bench. 
Oh sure, but you know, I, I mean, but they have their you know Bastion's there. They have a they have a loaded kind of midfield, right? But they brought him in to be that guy, and they were like, oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> turns out, you know, <laughs> oh I didn't forget. Uh, it's like inviting two people on the same date. Or yeah. like, oh wait, a minute, uh, what a mix up. <laughs> see, this one's maybe a little older, <laughs> but much hotter. Uh, so and look at the calves. Uh, so we're gonna need you to sit over by the bar, you and know, every once in a while, bring you in for a conversation. I was uh, ba- Bastion had a. a, a, a there was a, a pass, I, I believe, from um, uh, Duty Patrick Duty. Who, oh, great name. Who had yeah, I never paid attention to this guy too much, but it's like what a what a great, just yeah. a great, great name. Uh, but there was uh, just very quickly, I was uh, with the Bastion thing, and and you know, asking in the press conference following also, along. I was talking to Jonathan Morvey, a comedian friend of ours, uh, a very dear dear friend of mine. And I was showing because, you know, in, in the comedy world, a lot of people don't know anything about soccer. So we, we told people like, hey, we, we, we got picked up by like ESPN. They're like, oh, that's so cool. Uh, so I, I sent him the video. Uh, he, he had never heard of Bastion Schweinsteiger before I showed him. And Jonathan Morvey, he's Jewish. And as soon as he saw Bastion Schweinsteiger, he was like, this guy looks like he kills Jews. He's yeah, like, yeah. he's just like, I'm scared of this man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's just such he a. He's prototypically German, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's very. Everything much. about him shape, body, head, yeah. size. Yeah, calves. Yeah, yeah calves. Oh my God. <laughs> the calves do look like they're tanks. <laughs> the thing about, and, and you know, that joke is clearly might rustle a few feathers on yeah. this podcast, but what you have to understand is he knows nothing. He knows nothing about like, soccer. He's just basing it solely on. So what he does when he looks at him, he thinks, he's, oh, this guy would be a general in the yeah. SS. It just, <laughs> look wise, he looks like a he cat cast. It's just funny because, like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just a soccer fan, so I'm like, that doesn't even, like, cross my mind. Right, exactly. Uh, but he just, it was just, like, odd, the guttural reaction he had to to seeing Bastion Schweinsteiger. It, it, but you know, when someone says it, you're like, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, I can oh, see okay, it. But not sense. knowing, Bastion's, like, the, the sweetest man in the world. He's right. just, he's a, he's a sweetheart. Uh, but that that dummy, uh, Bastion, there was a pass from Oh, duty. my God. You're calling him a dummy I'm on calling, this podcast? How dare I? The dummy. It's a Cooligan's hot take. <laughs> that Bastion, he left. Uh, he, he was getting a pass from, from duty. Uh, let it go. Still great. And uh, and Juninho gets, to get, gets that goal. It was just a blast. Uh, and it was great. Great move because uh, Diego Fagundas, uh, obviously, that little stutter because he thought Bastion was going to trap the ball. Uh, that little stutter gave Juninho the opportunity for that shot. Yeah. Uh, and just, yeah, just Bastion being Bastion, man. He's just like... He's bashing He's Weinsteiger. He's Schweinsteigering the whole league. And he, 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 like, he's not the fastest guy. He's not the strongest dude. He's definitely lost a step, but he's still got a ton of quality. But he's nowhere just, near washed up. Just like, uh, just the, 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 the IQ, the football IQ on this dude. It's just like, and you know, when, before he got there, we were just like, oh, was, what does this mean? Is he going to do well? He hasn't uh, yeah, been playing. I, look, I did not we, think we were, we right. were skeptical. I was very, 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 not just skeptical, but very critical of it. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and yeah, he's been, he's just been great. Turn that around. Yeah. I still feel like, I mean, the Garza injury is a bit of a, a bit of a change. We're going to see what Bobby Boswell, if you guys hadn't heard, Bobby Boswell has been uh, traded to Atlanta. I wait to see that. I know that was my early season pick, uh, to them winning the whole thing. And they look, they still can, they're still an electric team to watch, but Again, Chicago's looked amazing all season, and so is Toronto. Toronto's a beast. Yeah, the, I mean those uh, strange, strange. You're talking about Bobby Bobby Boswell. Uh, you know, DC United did play Toronto, and they drew, and um, it makes no sense. Like because you know they just 
they just smashed NYCFC, yeah. which is one of the better teams in the league. And then DC United, they're like, oh no, we can't figure yeah, it. And they only scored. Yeah. They only scored because of an own goal. It's it. So it's it's just like crazy from week to week how uh, uh you know how teams can you know kind of adjust or whatever. Or even as as an NYCFC fan, I'm like, why can't they figure this team out? Yeah. And why does just Toronto just have their number? It's one of those things, and it's it's a tough it's a tough team to play, man. They're so stacked, and the depth is the big thing. What they got the guy from uh, from Barcelona with Tam, you know? They've they've they're a smart team. They buy smart, yeah. Uh, and of course, yeah, you know they got what Toussaint might not be a homegrown, right? Is he a homegrown? I don't know if he is. I don't know if he is, but I know that Raheem Edwards is. Yes, they've got a lot of uh, they got a lot of pieces, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, speaking of in some Canada news, uh. uh uh, Balu Janivetabla, yeah, who uh, is uh, not uh, a law firm. That's not a French not law, a law firm. firm. He is uh, he's he's a winger for Montreal Impact, and uh, but there's news that he is upset with the club because they've denied uh, him the opportunity to go to Europe. There's, he's getting a lot of interest from from the Premier League, from a, a bunch of other. Uh, I heard Chelsea's interested in him, mm-hmm. and uh, Montreal keeps denying uh, the opportunity. They don't. They're not even uh, engaging in any talks to sell him. So. Uh, he's very, very upset. Oh, we'll see how that uh, translates to uh, his play. Okay. Not that Montreal might even make the playoffs, but... They will definitely not make the playoffs, but yeah. they did beat Orlando again, uh, and that's all they do. They they can always beat Orlando. <laughs> Orlando also just sliding back. Just Christ being Christ, dog. Jason Christ. <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, everybody. We should end the podcast here. Oh, but also I want to give a shout out to oh. uh, Philly Union for that dope uh, run of play, that dope goal. Um, if you didn't see it, El Sino. Oh yeah, with a, a Medunian in with the back heel. That was El Sino. It was a pass to El Sino from Medunian into Medunian to El Sino. Back heel to Medunian. Yeah. Then across Medunian, to Sapong. Across to Sapong. Sapong just pokes it in. I mean, beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I mean, that's if that if they were wearing Huddersfield shirts. People would be talking about it all over yeah, Europe, but, but because they were in Philadelphia Union, no one's going to wear it. No one's going to talk about it. So yeah. uh, I'm a little annoyed, so I wanted to make sure I give them a shout. Sure. They were great. Absolutely uh, amazing. We uh, um, uh, And then they beat FC Dallas, which FC Dallas is having a bit of a tough time. Yeah. Uh, you know. Kellen Acosta is like, who are these people? They're not, they're not Real Madrid. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of Philly, we're going to be in Philadelphia for we're doing we're doing a we're com- doing the uh, Philly the Philly Comedy Club. Yeah, so we're going to be there on the 18th, August 18th. Yeah, I don't know. Do we have a lot of Philly uh, fans listening? I, I don't know if you're a Philly fan. I mean, like hit us well, up if you. We wanna... have a couple. I know we have uh, you know uh, the Hulk. Union Hulk. Union Hulk listens. He, he's a yeah. He's a he's a good uh, dude that likes to smash stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> big angry guy. Uh, tweets in all caps at all times. That's right. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if we have any fans that want to do like a meetup or something, let's do something. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna be so uh, the eighteenth. We're gonna do a show. If you want to come to the show, just uh, yeah, Google Philly Comedy Club. Uh, the website's up. Our names and photos are on there. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be dope. That's gonna be at night. Uh, uh, and we're also gonna we're also gonna be on the the Live Breathe Football podcast. That that same day. That day, yeah. So let's let's uh, let's see. Maybe you guys want to do like a little get together. Maybe we'll go get like uh, something to eat, all of us. Or yeah, we'll do whatever. We'll the Reading Terminal, or we'll just go. We'll just go to. How about we just go to your job, man? Yeah. Your job. <laughs> Tell us where you work, yo. Know? <laughs> Tell us what bank you bank at. <laughs> We're gonna swing by. Uh, but honestly, yeah, we'll stop by your job. That'll be fun. <laughs> you work something cool. If you do something cool, tell us, and we'll swing by. Yeah, that'd be nice. All right. Uh, yeah, if you know anyone in Philly. 
hit us up. Exactly. So, uh, okay. So thank you again for listening uh, to the show. Uh, just a reminder, uh, make sure you uh, like, subscribe, and uh, uh, and review the podcast on iTunes. Again, we thank you. We've gotten a lot of uh, really great reviews the last uh, uh, le- the last couple of days. Uh, I don't know. I mean, these are like people's uh, iTunes names, so I don't know exactly who they are. But it was it was a really nice one from uh, a guy named uh, Wally the the Entertainer. There you go. Not not Cedric. Uh, his little brother, his little brother Wally. Uh, he just wrote uh, the headline was just stupendous, and he goes uh, at five stars. He goes, I listened to a few soccer podcasts, and this is by far the best. It's hilarious. It's informative. They go on tangents about fruit bowls, uh, but <laughs> but seriously, I have to uh, uh, pare down the number of podcasts I listen to. Uh, and then uh, parentheses, sorry, men and blazers, uh, but this one uh, will never be on the block. Long may the reign of the Cooligans be. Very nice. Thank you, Wally. I don't know who Wally is. The entertainer. That was very, very nice. But you throw shots at Men in Blazers. <laughs> you get an applause from me. <laughs> exactly. So we're trying to make this as fun as possible. And, uh, uh, you People know. People are recognizing. People recognize it. So One guy at uh, MLS All-Star Game is pretty mad at me for taking a shot at Men in Blazers. But everyone else seems to agree. Who? The guy who had the uh, Crepasto. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crapsto yeah. or something jersey. That's right. He was, he was wearing the Men in Blazers jersey. He was wearing jersey. a Men in Blazers jersey. And I was like, he goes, oh, what are the cooligans? I'm like, imagine Men in Blazers, but with no British accents and actually funny. And he looked like, I will fight you for them. <laughs> How could you say that? Yeah, yeah. That's whatever. What are you going to do? Hey, listen. Look, we, we, we hate honesty. We've drawn our line in the sand. We know who we <laughs> are. We know who they are. And we're telling you everything. Uh, I'm sure they're nice people. Yeah, great guys. From yeah. Well, I mean, other unless you're sitting across them from a business <laughs> business table. It's all, again, it's all speculative. We don't no, know. No, I know some truth. <laughs> uh, but thank you. Out there. Thank you for the review. And please leave more of those. Uh, again, it helps us uh, climb up in the rankings because Men in Blazers is very high up there. So we're trying to catch Yeah, up. look, we don't have the marketing budget. We don't have any of those things. So... Uh, you know, you leaving a five star review and it's something a little nice, uh, absolutely helps us, helps us tremendously. And again, if you haven't, please hit the subscribe button on the iTunes, unless you use a different uh, app for your podcast, whatever your favorite podcast is, hit the subscribe button so you can follow along. And while you're at it, go to our YouTube page, hit the subscribe button, uh, and maybe even hit the notifications. So as soon as we put up a video, we normally put them up on Fridays, uh, but as soon as you know we have extra content, we're going to put that up. That way, you can be aware of all of it. That absolutely helps us out a million times and there's not that many left but there's still a few shirts left if you go to on the volleyapparel.com yeah and you go to uh men's or women's uh you'll see cooligans gear they're our official um partner for uh gear buy a shirt you know buy a tank top you know still some out there yeah it helps us out uh quite a bit so and uh and i i feel like the podcast is going so much longer but i forgot to talk about this i did an nycfc comedy show that's right I was, uh, we got asked to do it and I couldn't because I was in Cleveland. That's right. But you stepped in for, represented the Cooligans pretty well from what I heard. Yeah. And this was so fun. So I, basically NYCFC before the Derby, they wanted to kind of like do an, a fun event to get people like, you know, more people just excited about the game. So there was a comedy show that, uh, you know, near, near where I live and near, near my neighborhood. And they, they regularly do regularly do a comedy show, but this is a pub partner. It's also a pub partner. So right? they, they show games there and, uh, and then, you know, uh, from the, the NYCFC, like fan, uh, uh, coordinator and things like that. She does like fan events. she, uh, reached out to us and was like, hey, uh, we're going to do a, a comedy show there and we're going to invite some NYCFC fans. Uh, would you guys want to perform? And uh, obviously you could make it. So I go and a bunch of NYCFC fans, a lot of Coolians fans. 
That was awesome for us. Uh, people, Justin, Justin Hall, uh, uh, he he came in. Uh, he was wearing a Cooligan shirt. I'm performing in front of people That's in Cooligan show. It was so fun. Uh, and I got to do soccer jokes. I mean, they, this was a comedy show where there was like other people who did not care about soccer. Right. Uh, and they were never. Uh, but our base was there. Our base was there. <laughs> so. I got to write jokes specifically for NYCFC fans, and this it was the most fun, and and it really made me feel like we should do this for every city, every city, every city. I mean, like we could go to we could go to Harrison and make fun of NYCFC. We've got jokes. <laughs> We've got. We could roast ourselves. Yeah, there's, there's are you nothing. kidding me? Um, but yeah, we could. We can go to Portland. We can go to Seattle. We can actually do a stand up comedy show about your team. Yeah, and it was so. Fun. I I did one of the jokes I did was about him with it. One of the jokes I did. So obviously a bunch of NYCFC fans and and the 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 game against the Red Bulls is coming up. And I I mentioned I'm like, look, I don't I don't hate the Red Bulls. I don't hate I don't you know I don't despise them. I don't want you know I just I just want them to fail at everything. I just want them to be so unsuccessful that their players start to question their own careers. Right. (laughs) Where Sasha question one day is just like, you know what? Should I, I should have, I should have, Got my CPA. I should have go back to accounting <laughs> school or something. One of the youth players is like, maybe I will fill out that bus driver application. <laughs> like that's, and that's the kind of fun kind of things we were having. And and the thing uh, about it is when you have a bunch of like rowdy supporters and, and you're sort of just making jokes about either the team or, or, or a rival, that they just go nuts. They just, they appreciate because that something like that doesn't exist. And they were having so much fun with it. So it really made me feel like, even the, the, the fans that were there, they were like, you guys got to do this again. Like they were yeah, just like, I, we, I heard they, from you. You were like, people kept asking me like, yo, you got to do more of this. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that'll happen uh, with NYCFC soon. Uh, but we would love to do that. Not soccer related, but when I was in Cleveland. There was a, I mentioned something about kidnapping and one of the jokes and they went, Ooh, cause of the whole Ariel Castro thing, the guy, he yeah, had the yeah. three women in the basement. And I immediately knew what the reference was. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, really? And I was like, what too soon? I'm like, by the way, they're alive, okay? <laughs> I was like, everything's fine. And there was like, boo, and they really pushed back. Yeah. And I go, no, you're right. It is a shame. It's a shame they missed all those Super Bowl parades. <laughs> and the entire, <laughs> the entire place erupted in laughter. And I was like, oh, I pushed so hard, you, I won. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes. I was, I was very happy with myself. And people came up after, they're like, oh, man, that was really funny, man. You know, the Browns do suck. You know? like, that's how you make you forget that I pissed you off <laughs> is by just shitting on the Browns. It was amazing. It was a great time yeah and it makes it makes people feel like uh it, it feels like this inside joke yeah and with and with soccer and with mls it's incredibly more insular uh, so inside so you yeah. can't you know if they, i mean literally i was telling soccer jokes and the people that were not like soccer fans yeah. that were in the room were like what the hell is this yeah why, why am i here <laughs> why are people going absolutely <laughs> why, are they la- yeah. why are they laughing yeah who is rodney wallace yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah. what <it> yeah. <laughs> what what government agency does he work for <laughs> it was just so fun so uh hopefully we can do more uh, more of that stuff in the future because it was it was definitely unique and and special and the people really really appreciated it that's awesome well listen guys this is just a little bit of what we could do for you in your city so We've said this before, and I know a couple of people have uh, reached out. Uh, reach out to comedy clubs in your area if you want to see us perform uh, regular stand-up. Uh, we're more than happy to do it in your city. If you have a great comedy club in your area, tell them, hey, why haven't you had Christian Polanco and Alexis Guerrero's here? They're amazing comedians from New York. They've, uh, they're very accomplished, and we have credits, so make sure you tell them that. And by the way, that's not begging 
like this is how a lot of comics get on the road is their fans reach out to the clubs and ask. So you're our fans do that and we can come to your city and we can host an event and maybe even do stand up. And obviously, uh, you know, shouts to everyone who's given us an opportunity to talk, perform or host or yeah, yeah. do anything. Yeah. Also, yeah, even um, if you uh, reach out to your like supporters group, if, if uh, I know my, my voice cracked yeah. it, supporters group. Supporters group. <laughs> <laughs> reach out to them. And if you want to organize some kind of event where uh, we can do we can do comedy for your uh, supporters group and you think a, a bunch of people would come out we would absolutely love to do that. that'd be so so cool yeah absolutely and uh, that, that's open for philly philly i mean you have to the 18th you know figure it out we'll be yeah. more than happy to come out and uh you know talking to a microphone about soccer <laughs> it's kind of what we're doing right now <laughs> so uh so yeah so that was uh that was a lot of fun it was a good uh, good experience so thank you again for listening to the podcast everybody uh yeah all like we said all the things like and subscribe to all the yeah, things do all those things hit all those buttons for us you guys are the absolute best uh, the, the the a couple of video a lot of videos from the MLS All Stars uh, week is coming soon, so make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel to to get uh, all of those and uh, and that's it. And there's a, there's the, the 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 rest of the year we have a, a couple more months of the MLS regular season and the playoffs, and we have so many fun things planned. A lot of fun player interviews coming up. Absolutely. Uh, so don't miss this podcast and let let your goddamn friends know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and nothing better to do right now than for me to say my name is Alexis Guerreros. And my name is Christian Polanco. And together, what are we? The, the Cooligans! The Cooligans! <laughs> Bye, boys. <laughs> We're the Cooligans. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>